0: Hello and welcome back to the number one Pokemon podcast featuring hosts named Dustin and Jeff. (laughs) I thought you'd like that, Jeff. (laughs) Very specific. Very specific. Speaking speaking of Jeff, (laughs) joining me as always, the Tim Goodman to my detective Pikachu, Mr. Jeffrey Grizz Ulrich. I'm really happy. Really happy to be here with you and really happy that you didn't make me the Pikachu. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I was never going to make you the Pikachu. Let's, let's, let's be real here. And that's not like a, I think I'm Pikachu. It's just, I know that I like Pikachu more than you. Yeah. So, You know, real quick. And then uh, also, Jeff, while I have you, let's what's a quick uh, update from you from Pokemon Snap since we're right in the midst of that game?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've played a few more hours of it. Uh, it's, it is a little repetitive, you know, it, because it is a lot of taking pictures of Pokemon. But uh, yeah. each new run... I do find something new that I, uh, that I didn't catch the first time or I get them to do something new. So I'm still having a lot of fun with it. And I, I I think I might be getting close to the end
0: of the game. I'm, I'm in a similar boat. I think I'm probably one or two missions, I guess, if you want to call them away from the end of the game. But um, what I was going to say is I do like that. There's different variations to each level. Like you keep unlocking like night versions or you'll go through and there's just whole new areas that you don't even know about. I think it's cool. It make, keeps it a little bit more fresh. But yeah, I'm st- still loving it. Haven't finished it yet. But we'll we'll come back later once we finish the game and talk a little bit more about that. Sounds good to me. Right. <laughs> and and as you may have noticed, we do have a very special guest today, co-host of Cantina Conversations, number one Pokey fan, and one of the funniest people I know, Jackson Wells. Jackson, how are you today?
2: I'm doing. I'm doing great. Uh, it's my pleasure to be here. Um, I, I appreciate the opportunity as well as uh, I. Uh, a lot of learning is going to happen today, yeah. and and I'm excited for that process to begin.
0: So, so we we do have these questions we typically ask, but you're a little bit of a a, a different kind of guest as as uh, mm-hmm. you're not necessarily the biggest Pokemon fan. So, no. what is your history with Pokemon whatsoever?
2: Yeah, so let me think if there is anything to say. <laughs> um, it never never hit me, just like growing up. Um, I don't really think a generation thing matters, because um, Pokemon's kind of been a pretty consistent thing for, for years now. Um, the most amount of Pokemon I've played is I played like six, mm, five hours of a borrowed copy of Let's Go Eevee, uh, a couple years ago, um, you got to. I got to ride a like big like rock snake, which was cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, and... rock snake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And I saw this movie in theaters, so I guess that's that's about the second closest to kind of my my Pokemon. And my next greatest Pokemon uh, connection is watching Jeff stream.
0: <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good way to kind of learn some of the the Pokemon as well, too, just by getting to see jeff catch whatever Pokemon yes. catching on the, yes. the nuzlocke, run. On the nuzlocke. Mm-hmm. so we'll we'll, pro- we'll probably just skip the questions we typically ask guests we usually ask what your favorite pokemon generation is um and film and things like that it doesn't really like seem the, like i like the cut. sheep
2: pokemon i like the sheep pokemon <laughs> the
0: sheep pokemon okay okay yeah. gotcha
2: there's a few also there's pokemon in smash and i played a lot of smash um and I'm trying to think of a name of a Pokemon from Smash that wasn't in the the, the cat. Um, Incineroar. 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 Yeah. Oh, Incineroar. Yeah. 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 I'm making okay. myself sound really dumb, but I promise. So, but there's, I, there's no a reason no. that we brought Jackson on
1: today uh, beyond, you know, we like Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when we get to our main topic, we thought it'd be really fun to have someone on who is not just a complete diehard pokey fan no. to talk mm-hmm. about uh,
0: what we're talking about today. Because if you guys have listened to any of our episodes, you've heard Jeff and I just kind of gush over this movie, but we're also big Pokemon fans, so it's kind of nice to hear someone else's take that maybe is not as big of a Pokemon fan as we are and didn't go into Mm -hmm. this movie with, like, crazy nostalgia for the series. Like, I I literally was tearing up, like, 10 minutes into this movie because (laughs) me, you know, over 20 years ago, I was so... It was, like, such a big part of my childhood, so it just totally, like totally just caught me and it was like the perfect I was the perfect age when this movie came out and like was just super nostalgic mm-hmm. for it so okay right. uh yeah so like as Jeff was saying on our main topic Jackson's joining us to celebrate the two-year anniversary of Pokemon Detective Pikachu um which celebrates its I think it's on Monday technically is when it se- celebrates its two-year anniversary but we're recording this on Saturday um but before we get into our main topic let's we'll quickly go into the news real fast So, the 24th season of the Pokemon animated series has been confirmed and is coming to the U.S. this summer with Pokemon Master Journeys. This season will feature Ash continuing his work uh, to work his way up the World Coronation Series rankings, and Go will continue to catch Pokemon at a pace that is completely unprecedented in the anime, but pales in comparison to the rapidity, is that how I say that? That's right. (laughs) Rapidity, yeah, of which you catch Pokemon in Pokemon Go. (laughs) <laughs> also, this each season will feature Chloe continuing to explore the idea of being a Pokemon trainer a bit more when she encounters what Pokemon.com has described as a mysterious Eevee. And I want to start right there because we've talked about Chloe on our episode about the series mm-hmm. and, like, feeling like she's kind of underutilized. So, Jeff, how do you feel about Chloe having more to do?
1: I mean, she definitely deserves more to do uh, yes. because she's supposed to be, like, you know, the the second partner. Like, you know, Ash yes. always walks around with two partners and uh, Chloe's supposed to be the second one, and she just hasn't been involved at all in this show. And I got I to gotta say, I like that she's going to be hanging out with an Eevee. A little more screen time for our guy, Eevee, you know? <laughs> yeah, our favorite Pokemon. Also, right? I should say that I, I wrote the majority of these news notes, so <laughs> <laughs> I got a
0: little... Uh, Little jokey, yeah, I, no, and I, I love it. Uh, little like behind the scenes for people. I had something, a bit of a family emergency happen, so I asked Jeff if he could help out. So he was he got the news together for me, and I really appreciate it.
1: So yeah, so I worked in a little bit of commentary on Go and his whole purpose in the show there. So sorry
2: about that. By a biased news source, yes. some would
0: say. yeah. <laughs> it's all some sort of agenda for Jeff here. <laughs> All right, uh, next up, the new season of Pokemon Sword and Shield Ranked Battles is going on now and follows the Series 9 regulations, which no longer allow special Pokemon. Full list of eligible Pokemon is available at Pokemon.com. I'm not a competitive Pokemon player. Um, Jeff, you're not really either. This is just more so for any of our fans that are into the competitive scene of the Pokemon video games.
1: I I will say, while I'm not a competitive player, I do occasionally look at what Pokemon are eligible for competitive play and then those are the ones that i tend to focus on like for training and stuff in the game like because what if i want to compete you know like i gotta be prepared i think
0: think over the course of this podcast you should become a professional pokemon uh sword and shield player i mean that's the dream
2: right (laughs) yeah is this like one of those things where like with smash where like characters can be like you're not allowed to play them in competitive tournaments 100 percent
1: yeah i mean especially now that we're up there's 900 of them there's 900 pokemon there's quite a few that they're like no sir you may not (laughs) we did not plan this properly when we introduced this pokemon
0: oops we introduced
1: a god pokemon probably shouldn't allow the players to play as that
0: (laughs) and it's basically in in every form too like even the tcg will have their specific cards that can't be used right because like even when you play the online game there's like Certain there's like different lists of Pokemon that you can select from, or you can choose to do like for the
1: TCG online. You have well, and yeah. I, TCG in general, you have standard play, you have expanded play, then you have like legacy.
0: Yeah,
2: what's <laughs> your card Unlimited,
1: that... uh Which is nonsense.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, is this is this regulated like by like Game Freak? I the I Pokemon don't. Company. Yeah, the Pokemon or, sorry, Company. Yeah, I think the because they
0: actually have like interesting
2: they have pretty
0: they'll stream it and stuff like that as well too on the actual official they just had they just
1: had a big tournament
2: like like a week or two ago yeah a week or two ago we talked about there was a so they'll create cards and be like you can't play this one in the tournament
3: that's
1: so strange it's, it's usually the cards that are banned from playing the tcg stuff are ones from like the generation prior where they've had a chance to have people play with them for a while and then found out oh this is a little there's a way yeah, to break the game card. with this
2: card. Interesting. <laughs> I guess you can't it. really fix the meta on, like, cards Their Their stats are already written. <laughs> and they do a lot, they do lot
1: better with it than a lot of other TCGs. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh! has, like, a, just an incredibly huge list of individually banned cards that you can't use. Because <laughs> uh, they just introduce stuff w- without, like, a whole lot of playtest. <laughs>
0: And then I think also with, like, changing game styles as well, too, like, the newest set that came out, Battle Styles, introduced, like, a new way to play. So I think you kind of have to, like, I don't know. I feel like that would affect the uh, the usable card or, like, the usability of certain cards in a tournament if you have a new play style that maybe they don't work with that style as well, too, or something like that. But who knows? I'm not, like I said, I'm not super into the competitive side of any of it. So I, I just like the cute creatures and collecting them. So. <laughs> All right, uh, next up, from May 4th through May 17th, catch Pokemon uh, like Spritzy, Swirlix, and Goomy, the Luminous Legends X event that introduces uh, the Rainy Lure, which attracts water, bug, and electric Pokemon. This event, also the debut of Xerneas and Pokemon Go. So yeah, these are all Pokemon Go. That's all in Pokemon Go. I did notice um, quite a bit of Swirlix's recently when I was walking around, and I, also, I honestly forgot that Pokemon's name until I caught one the other day. <laughs> I There's went out walking
1: I went out walking last night and uh you know walk walked like six miles and you know you know, which is a big thing for me <laughs> getting out of the house and doing that much walking. But I caught a buttload of Swirlix and spritzy and and like I two Goomies. I walked around all that time looking for Goomies, and I got two Goomies the whole night. A huge disappointment there. I
0: don't even think I've caught one, Jeff, so you're too ahead of me. But I did get a Xerneas. I did do a raid and got a Xerneas. Oh, nice. So I saw that raid, one of those raids popped up the other day, but I don't have friends, so I don't do raids.
1: <laughs> don't have friends on Pokemon Go, of course.
0: I mean I have friends in Pokemon Go, but I'm also just too lazy to like. You see, you've had friends on know. the stream with us, Dustin. So. <laughs> That's true. I guess I just got I just got caught in a fib. <laughs> All right, uh Pokemon Masters X uh also now feature, yeah, EX, sorry, EX. not X. Mhm. Also, now features the two part weather alert event. Um, earn weather survey tickets for this event, battle Azelf in the legendary arena, and get some uh, sorry, returning sync pairs. Also, you can confront Getses and Kyra. Remember, uh, N's dad from Black and White? Yes, (laughs) yes, I totally do. Um, (laughs) And Kyrim going on now until May nineteenth. I need to replay through Black and White because I remember really liking that game, but it's been so long since I played it. Yeah, I, I mean, N. I I liked, I I liked, liked Black and
1: White, uh, and then when I started playing Black and White two, Black and White two was a huge slog for me. I had so much really? trouble
0: getting through that. I liked it too, but it's <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's weird that it's like a direct sequel.
1: I'm kind of loving having Jackson here, and we're talking, especially like talking about like really. You know, yep. not important stuff like Getzis and you know, and because like this is like how whenever mm. Jackson's talking about something that's cool for young people these days, and it <laughs> just like completely goes over my head. In yeah, in the 30 year thirty-year-old
2: here. It's it's not it's not a negative thing. I'm just like, wow, that's Getzis. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And, and Kyrim, yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's a name. that sounds yeah. like a big battle.
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
2: I I I understand the principle of that being a big deal. <laughs> I could tell right. by
1: your tone
0: that that was important. <laughs> yes. Next up, uh, Nintendo has announced its uh, announced their quarterly financial. Um, sorry, Nintendo announced in their quarterly financial release that as of May or March 31st, sorry, uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee have now reached 13.28 million units sold, and Sword and Shield have hit 21.1 million units sold, uh, which moves it to the eighth all time for the fran- or the eighth highest all time in the franchise, which is pretty huge like those nintendo mm-hmm. we can even just talk about those nintendo switch numbers as a whole that came out recently but man yeah. the switch is just like steamrolling and it's crazy switch cells i mean when you yeah look it's the, what is it the... 83.4 or 84.3 something like that something like, like that a million switches sold i mean i bought i technically own have owned two switches so i'm part of the
2: part of the, <laughs> the problem, problem i guess <laughs> part of the solution I don't, a, yeah, I don't think it's a problem but Depends on who you're talking to. Yeah,
0: I think at least uh, I don't want to
1: switch line, huh? These sorry, (laughs) (laughs) these uh, (laughs) numbers are pretty good. uh, You know, especially given how many people were hesitant to purchase Sword and Shield in the first place when they announced that it wasn't going to have every Pokemon in it. There was a big backlash about that. Doesn't seem to have hurt the numbers too bad on uh, Sword and Shield. I imagine that a lot of those people who were whining about that as
0: soon as the game came out were like. Well, I guess
1: I'll play. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Sometimes I think about what it would be like if we were doing this podcast when that happened. Like,
1: (laughs) oh, don't worry. There will be some new Pokemon controversy for the next generation.
0: And we'll be there to talk about it.
2: It's probably already happening. Yeah, that's (laughs) true.
0: And well, the Pokemon card, like whole thing, trying to buy Pokemon cards right now. That's kind of, that's been a whole debacle. But yeah, impressive
1: Um, numbers for those sales so far. I'm I'm happy with that. Uh, Sword and Shield is one of my favorite Pokemon games. I'd say probably top five. So you know, I'd I'd like to see it even higher on the list. But you know, there's still a lot of time for that. One thing about Pokemon games is they don't ever really stop selling. You know, like (laughs) people will continue to be buying new copies of Pokemon Sword and Shield until they're no longer.
0: Even then, until they're no longer sold on store shelves when you have to buy them used somewhere else, you know, when they're not making, not releasing copies of it, then I think that's when it'll really slow down. But, yeah, I think it's great. I think Sword and Shield, are, I also really like them. Um, I have my issues, but I have my issues with every Pokemon game. So, it's not like I, I think they're perfect games. But I did, it. they came out at, like, such a perfect time for me. Like, I was going through some stuff, and when they came out, it was just like, man, I just kind of just got lost in the game. And that's all I was doing for a while was playing it. So it, I'm happy. I'm excited. It's cool to see that uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee are also doing well because those were really cool. It was really cool to see those re-releases. And I really like those games. I know a lot of people had issues with the Pokemon Go style of catching and Pokemon, but I mean, it didn't my, bother my me. My
1: issues with Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee are really just boiled down to that Pokemon is not a hard game in the first place and they somehow managed to make it even easier. (laughs) And I was like, okay, we really didn't need to dumb this down any further. It's not like kids were struggling with the concept of throw the ball at the Pokemon before, but now it's like throw a thousand balls at the Pokemon.
2: But then you get the (laughs) waggle too, and the waggle is fun.
1: That's true. Kids love a good waggle. (laughs)
0: It also got me to buy that $50 Pokeball thing that came with Mew. I forgot about that. Yeah, I bought that too. It's funny. I used it more with Pokemon Go than I did uh, with Let's Go. I kind of just wanted Mm. to have it. So So I ended up getting it. I wanted Mew. But yeah, cool numbers. uh, Impressive. Glad to see Pokemon still, you know, selling a lot. I mean, it's not like they're ever going to stop selling a lot. So this last one I added in as well. um, This one's not so much of a news story. as more of just like a a little bit of an update on a sequel to detective Pikachu since we're doing our review, um, speaking to inverse about his career, uh, detective Pikachu star justice Smith who plays Tim Goodman. Um, sorry, what did I just, uh, da, 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 yeah, plays Tim Goodman in the film says he doesn't know if a sequel is happening, but, uh, he's not exactly sure if a sequel is definitively not happening, but he's buried his hopes of such a movie. Uh, and he was quoted saying, I would love to participate in detective Pikachu too. Um, I don't know if it's going to happen. I think we have to just kind of uh, bury our hopes. I don't think it's going to happen. I I really hope so, though. Honestly, I'm such a huge fan. Who knows? Who knows? I hope so, is all he said. That, now That's a no. That's a no. Yeah, so it's a no, but like, it's hard because even when I was getting the show notes together for this, and you look on Wikipedia, which obviously hasn't been updated in however long for this, it still does say that they announced a sequel January of 2019 because I think they did did. before the movie even came out. (laughs) Now I'm of like two, I have two different opinions on this. One of them is that the movie did not gross as much as they were hoping. And so they're not making a sequel or two because of COVID. They just haven't like, they've kind of put the plans on the back burner for now, but who knows? Like, honestly, I have no idea. And if, if one of the main actors isn't even sure, then maybe it's not going to happen. But I'm in the same boat as him, where I hope it's going to. But I, I, I guess we're discussing
2: this during the movie. But they kind of they they kind of ruined any chances of a sequel. It, it kind of in that ending, in my opinion, um, that like is the same premise. I was going we'll to say,
1: s- I think they've ruined any chance of a
0: sequel that makes sense.
2: <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> they're going
0: to have to. They're going to have kind of have to, to scratch a little bit, like. Yeah, we yeah it. Well, we can like get into the plot of this story more, but in my opinion, it would almost have to be something like where in um they're like new Jumanji movies and the sequel they had to like find a way to make it work again, and like it was kind of a weird way to make it work. But I except don't that know if they would like the, the original Jumanji came out twenty years ago. No, but I'm so... <laughs> talking about the the next two ones. So they made the the one with like the rock and Kevin Hart. And then right. they made a sequel to that. Yes, they did. But like, and it just kind of like the way they did it, they kind of had, I don't know. To me, it just felt like they had to force a way to make there be another movie. I mean,
1: the way I mean. that they brought back the, the second Juman, the second new Jumanji is basically exactly how I imagined they would bring back Detective Pikachu.
0: And that's kind of where I was going with that. Was 100%. that someone would have to get put into a Pokemon again.
1: Yeah. And it's, and it'll be just that cheesy. It'll be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no. What <laughs> <Again>? a coincidence. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. All I right. Would have seen that coming. So now that we get the news out of the way, uh, before we get into really like getting into the plot of the movie, I wanted to kind of just go over some facts about the movie, just for people, you know, little behind the scenes facts and stuff like that, production Hang things. Jeff, I just yes. want.
1: I know we're not, we're not going to make Jackson answer all the questions, but yes. I'd like to just ask Jance, Jackson, who's your favorite Pokemon? Oh, that's a good one.
2: That's a good question. Um if i had to pick a serious answer and it's mostly based off this movie um i would pick um i don't know i'm, I'm a bit of a sicko so i'd pick mr mime i was totally thinking is... mr.
1: Mime, based like... off this movie that is a excellent pick <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah arguably absolutely. arguably my favorite or one of the best parts of this movie was oh, the yeah. whole oh yeah oh yeah like even if you're not a fan of pokemon like that whole scene was just excellent Um, All right, so a couple facts about the movie. Pokemon Detective Pikachu was released in Japan on May 3rd, 2019, and in the United States on May 10th, 2019. So yeah, two years ago, this coming up Monday. Which is crazy to think that that was two years ago already. Like, yeah, weird. Uh, The budget for the film was $150 million and grossed $433 million at the box Hmm. office. So... It's not as much
2: as I thought it would be.
0: Yeah, it didn't really do super well that's why i was saying i i kind of wouldn't be surprised if we didn't get a sequel because like
2: 400 million dollars nothing to scoff at yeah but like in terms of you made a pokemon movie with ryan reynolds in it should have been a lot interesting yeah and you wonder it also kind of makes you wonder like
0: i'm i'm pretty sure i saw something saying that like the marketing budget was like 80 million so if you add it would have to be at least that. that yeah yeah so if you're adding that together you're already you know at like almost 250 and then if you make 433
1: i mean you made if you you made 150 million dollars profit go ahead and green light the sequel that's enough profit to to go ahead and say let's make another one but i think part of the issue was that for the first live action movie they went with a completely unknown story to the most people if they had gone with a movie about ash ketchum I think that that movie would have attracted a larger audience because you know even people who haven't you know who aren't avid Pokemon fans
0: remember I, the name Ash Ketchum. I have a little bit uh, in the like trivia. I have something that has to do with that coming up, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard because like this movie, my sister watched and like then she's like nine years older than me. Doesn't care all about Pokemon, but she just thought like, it was funny seeing this like buddy cop type movie with a Pokemon. Yeah, and it was great kids. So. <laughs> I think it was, I honestly don't think it was a bad idea to do this as a first movie because a lot of, they're going to get people that really only know either the name Pokemon or Pikachu. Like anybody you ask, like who's like, do you know Pokemon? They'll be like, Oh, Pikachu. Like they, everybody knows who Pikachu is, mm-hmm. even if they don't know Pokemon. So I don't think it was the worst idea to make a movie, especially that just has Pikachu in the title. So Anyways, uh, the film stars Justice Smith as Tim Goodman, Ryan Reynolds as the titular Detective Pikachu, and Catherine Spoilers. Newton as Lucy Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess we should
1: say, we are going to spoil the crap out of this movie. Oh, yeah, this is an
0: in-review. If you didn't know that at this point, sorry. <laughs> we're, we're going through the whole plot of this movie. Um, okay, and as uh, stars Catherine Newton as uh, Lucy Stevens. The movie was directed by Rob Letterman, who also directed the 2015 Goosebumps film starring Jack Black. Uh, the film is based on a 2016 Nintendo 3DS game by the same name. So Jackson, did you know that
2: actually? Oh, go ahead. Yes, I did. Okay. Is it like actually based on the game or is it based on Pikachu wearing a detective hat?
0: So it is and it isn't. Like the main character, his name is Tim. Um, it, He is looking for his dad. But from what I've heard, spoilers for the game that came out in 2016. I've never played it. But that the game ends on a cliffhanger. Interesting. So like they they made the ending of this movie make more sense
2: in terms of a movie because there's supposed to be a detective Pikachu too. Hmm. So, so there is actual story basis. I I just assumed it was like a property thing, but yeah. And I'm pretty
0: sure it has to do like the main plot points are Tim Goodman looking for his dad and Mewtwo and Pikachu. Like those are all involved in that. Like I didn't know that. So when I saw it, yeah, when the first trailer came out for this movie and they showed Mewtwo, I thought it was like, whoa, like they spoiled that in the trailer. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> and then you find out later that the, that's a big part of the It's game. like it's the entire ultimo. movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's the entire movie, too. Like, Mewtwo is literally the first Pokemon that shows up in this movie. Mewtwo is kind of like a lot like Doomsday in 2016's Batman v Superman IMO. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. the yeah. trailer,
2: could not recover. <laughs> so
0: funny.
1: But that's a good point that because yeah. you know, that would have been a huge reveal. <laughs> well, like, like I mean, I was still pretty happy when when he first appears on the screen. But you're absolutely mm-hmm. right, Jackson. If I didn't know that he was going to be such a big part of the movie going in, that would have been you know earth shattering. Instead, it's and like, yeah. oh hey,
0: wow, they're starting off with Mewtwo already, crazy. <laughs> and we just get something out of the way now, though. While like while we're just talking about Mewtwo and like. How jarring was it when they made his mouth move? I hated it. I, it like just disturbed me. I don't know why. It looked weird. Jackson, Mewtwo like never opens his mouth. Like in the Pokemon, the first movie, everything. He always like has like a psychic link and that's how he talks. And I hated the mouth moving. It was so creepy to me. Maybe I'm just imagining it.
1: Do, do I do I not remember a point in the first movie where like he's surprised by something and his mouth opens a little bit, but it's yeah, like even
0: if it does, it would be like the cute like Pikachu like shot. Yeah, it doesn't have any I mean, teeth. It doesn't uh, have like, any teeth. It's not, it, like, it doesn't have like a full mouth of like teeth and just I don't know. It just threw me off. And every time I watch this movie it throws me off. Well,
1: that didn't throw me off at all, but it one hundred percent will next time I watch the movie. So <laughs> yeah.
0: thank you, Dustin. Nah. Yeah, rewatch it. You'll see. You'll see. uh, Detective Pikachu is the first live action Pokemon film um, and the first film based on a Nintendo property since 1993 Super Mario Brothers film, which, oh boy, man, I I get it. It makes sense to me why they never made a Nintendo movie after that one. And this is as someone who is a '90s kid who loved Mario as a kid. Yeah, but but we loved Mario as a kid because it was Mario. We didn't love it because it was a him. good movie. <laughs> I rewatched it about a decade ago, and man, was I so like, I was like, oh, dude, how did
2: I like this movie when I was a kid? So, one, I've actually never seen it. I, 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 one day, one day. I'm surprised that it hasn't
1: been part of your your quest.
2: <laughs> we joked around we joked movie. around about doing it at like a 2.0 in like four years when we're done watching comic book movies where we do video game movies and it would be much shorter um yeah. so we'll see
1: <laughs> if you follow jackson on twitter uh yeah. at jackson w wells on twitter he and some friends have been watching every comic crew. book movie ever <laughs> yeah Um, And uh,
2: and by that, I mean, we started with 1953's Superman versus the Mole Men. Um, Some people, there's, okay, there's this guy on TikTok who is also doing this, but he started at 1989 Batman, and that is not the beginning. Yeah. And he's getting a lot of clout on TikTok. His first video had like 800,000 views, and I'm like, he's doing it wrong. Okay, anyways. (laughs) Continue.
1: But yeah, so th- that's for the context. Uh, Jackson's been watching a lot of really mediocre movies, so I think Super it's Mario even, Brothers would fit in perfectly. It's gonna, oh, it's it, gonna
0: be even worse <laughs> if you guys do the video game movies. This I know, man. I there's, know. A, there's a handful of even moderately decent video game movies, and uh,
2: yeah, yeah, there's some bad ones. <laughs> that uh, that Doom movie with Rock. That'd oh, be on yeah. the list. That it's rampage good. movie with the rock. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> that Jumanji movie with the rock. <laughs> is this part kind of
0: the video game movie? Then? It's a video game movie, but does it count kind of as a video yeah. game movie? It 100 percent counts. That's a video game movie. Or all of any of the any of the video game movies that star Mila Jovovich, too. You have to watch all of those. Oh I
1: including Monster Hunter.
0: Oh, right. I need to be started on that one. Uh, Anyway, Back
1: to monsters that we care about.
0: (laughs) Uh, The film was officially announced in July 2016, although Legendary Pictures were uh, reportedly in talks in early April of that year. So the film was actually announced in July. I remember that, actually. Like, I I vividly remember hearing (laughs) them making a live-action Pokemon movie and getting really excited. But at the same time, I was, like, cautiously optimistic. So I was like, why are they doing... I was in a similar boat, Jeff, where I was like, why are they not making a movie about Ash or like a trainer or something like that? It was.
1: Yeah, it didn't have to be Ash for me. I, you know, I can understand the desire to, you know, do something separate from Ash to really set it apart. But like, you know, I don't know. I, I expected it to be about a trainer and, you know, something along those lines, which maybe that was that would be just a little too easy. And yeah. you know, I don't know. Jackson, one you, thing... you're not a huge pokey fan. What was your reaction to the announcement of the live action yeah. Pokemon movie?
2: Yeah. Uh I didn't care. Um <laughs> my <laughs> my one thing I was going to say is I I think one of the reasons that maybe making a Pokemon training movie is kind of weird is um the idea of Pokemon in concept is like kind of messed up in terms of like capturing and then fighting and I think pokemon gets away with a lot of that not like they're getting away with anything you know what i mean yes of course through through it being like a little cutesy whereas in this movie where it's like fairly realistic depictions of what these things would look like in real life the idea of like capturing them and they kind of flirt with it at the beginning of the movie and then like explain away why that's not happening uh later on and then you see like a fight and you're like oh this is like kind of brutal and like bad and i think that's one of the reasons why they maybe steered away at least in this kind of more realistic live action depiction
1: that makes sense Mm -hmm. they they could have had a Peter problem
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah in the uh the trivia that I, i like have some trivia coming up as well too just different things about the movie but one of the things i didn't add was that uh game or i think it was the pokemon company or game freak one of the two was like adamant about like no matter what the pokemon designs looked like they just still had to be cute like they still had to be cute no We're going to
1: debate so whether so. or not they achieved
0: that. Yeah, and there, there's some ones that are a little scary, but for the most part, most of them do still. they I mean, they look like their video game counterparts for for the most part. There's some that, yeah, look a little... Um, and then the last little piece of like quick information before we do get into the trivia is that the filming for this movie took place between January and May uh, 2018 in Colorado, England and Scotland. So they filmed on location in a few spots, and it was all filmed on film itself. It wasn't digital, which in my opinion, makes the movie look a lot better. Like I really do think the movie looks good and it's, Mm -hmm. it looks, the world looks more lived in. There's some movies where it just looks so fake and like everything. just They have to do,
1: they have to do a a lot of CG for this movie, obviously to put Pokemon into all these scenes. And so honestly, sometimes I was a little confused about what is or isn't CG yeah, and I would actually I, I should probably look into a breakdown on that to see how much of it was the location and how much like were they adding to
0: those locations? Yeah, I'm wondering like when they show the wide shots of Rhyme City, if it's like any of it CG or if it what I don't know where they filmed that portion of it because... I'm not sure what city that would be that they would film in, especially based on if they filmed it in Colorado, England, and Scotland.
1: They had, I had at England. least two British millionaires in this movie, so I'm going to assume that was <laughs> <laughs> we're going to assume the city was London. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that makes the most sense. All right, and uh, quick trivia for you guys as well too. Uh, Tim mentions a gangster film on the TV as an old detective movie when he walks into his dad's house. The clip being shown is originally or is actually "Angels with Filthy Souls," a movie within a movie which was featured in the original Home Alone movie. No so. more
2: doing this in movies. It's
0: it's, <laughs> so, it's it's an outplayed joke, in my opinion. <laughs> so what's funny... So, you know, it's not a real movie, obviously. It was made for Home Alone. And I guess what happened was they were trying to think of, a, like, an old detective movie or something like that to put in the movie. And the director of the movie just, like, straight up asked the, uh, the like, people that made Home Alone if they could use it. And they gave him the blessing. So that's why he had it in there. But it's kind of funny that he just, like, decided mm. that, that was the one he was going to use. Because it's not, like, you know, it, mm-hmm. I didn't really think about the fact that it wasn't a real movie when I first watched this. Like, somebody had it to be later. I was like, oh, yeah, that wasn't a real movie. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. I need to so, watch
1: this movie and Home Alone back-to-back, because I, I don't even think it's the same segment of Angels with Filthy Souls. It's not the, well, at least not the exact same. I wonder if they, like, had shot, like, a whole
0: scene. Don't they use different parts from the movie in both, both of them? That's what I was saying.
1: I thought it was different parts, but it's not a real movie, so... <laughs>
0: I wonder how much of this fake movie they filmed. That's what I'm <laughs> wondering. Is there an entirely different version of Home Alone that's just Angels with Filthy Souls the whole movie? I'll
1: be so honest, what? I'd watch it. I'd watch Angels with Filthy release Souls.
2: The, uh, release the Hughes cut. or I can't remember who directs Home Alone. I think Christopher John Columbus. Christopher Columbus, yeah. John Hughes wrote John Hughes wrote it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, when Tim and Pikachu are searching in the lab, they see footage that states that Mewtwo was created and escaped in Kanto 20 years ago. Pokemon, the first movie came out in 1999 in the USA. Uh, it was released in Japan in 1998, 20 years before the events of this movie. So I did think that was a little cute throwback. I noticed that immediately when I first watched this movie, when she said that Pikachu escaped Kanto 20 years ago, I was like, ah, that's Mewtwo? clever. Yeah, Mewtwo, sorry. When Mewtwo, <laughs> when Mewtwo escaped Kanto 20 years ago. Um, So that I liked that part. I'm okay. sure most Poke fans caught that.
1: Yeah, so I I caught that, of course. But then my first thought was, wait. So is is this tied to the animated
0: movies? No, <laughs> so there's, I'm of two minds, Jeff, because that was my thought too. Or are they just referring to like, whichever Mewtwo would have been in the cave, that red slash blue, whichever game you're playing would have seen, or is it the movie version they're talking yeah, that's about? Yeah, the,
2: there's so many options here. <laughs> yeah, there's perhaps, at, least, at least two options. Perhaps it's a, it's just a fun nod as well. I mean, Perhaps. Jackson, you are I think, probably I think that, correct. It is probably just I think a fun that, nod, but... I think a... that's actually it, but
0: it's cool that they, like... I don't know, mm-hmm. it just makes it feel like the universes are more coll- connected, and mm-hmm. the fact that Detective Pikachu is a video game, first, that was made into a movie, it does make me wonder if they're actually referring to, like... The Mewtwo that's in the cave, and and we
1: got to be honest, we're living in a post MCU, post Star Wars universe (laughs) where everything has to be connected, and and so Um, I'm I'm looking for connections everywhere I I can find it. I
0: was still hoping to see Pikachu and Sonic so that we could set up this Smash Bros movie universe, but that never happened. (laughs) (laughs) That that would go about as well as the Mortal Kombat movie. All right, uh so it was actually it was the Pokémon company's idea to have Rhyme City ban battling and using Pokéballs, wishing to show a different more elevate uh, different and more elevated relationship between Pokémon and people. They were also very protective of Ash Ketchum and forbade, uh forbade, forbade, is that the word? Yep. Yeah, forbade any reference to him being made, going as far to forbidding and going as far as even forbidding Tim from wearing a cap. So that's what I was going to say when we were talking earlier about Ash coming in was They didn't want that. But it's funny because I also read in a different note that the director kind of didn't want to use Ash because he wanted it to be its own thing that wasn't like so tied to it. But it seems like the Pokemon company really wanted Ash to be like it's own, his own protected 30 year old, 10 year old that just (laughs) is not being referenced. But yeah, I thought that was kind of kind of an interesting choice. I didn't know that they were like that protective. I think that's oh, a little God. over the top. A guy can't wear yeah. a hat. <laughs> that's what I was saying as well, too. Like, I I don't know. It seems a little bit too drastic to me. And it was kind of a weird, a weird choice.
1: I do like, wonder, like, because now I'll never know. If there was a scene in the movie where Tim was wearing a hat, would my mind have jumped to this being an Ash Ketchum nod? I don't think so. I think maybe if he did that. like the hat turn. Yeah. Then I'd be like, okay, mm. that's or a if not it Ash was, Ketchum.
0: Or if it was like Ash's hat. like That's literally the only way I would have ever thought that is if it had a symbol that Ash's hat Because
1: I don't like, see people wearing hats in other movies and be like,
0: oh my god, just like Ash Ketchum.
2: <laughs> yeah. This the, this, this, the signature hat look of Ash <laughs> yeah. Ketchum. That, that Ash Ketchum created. <laughs> yeah. Ash is literally
0: <laughs> the only person that could ever wear a hat. Yeah, I don't know. I thought, that was, I thought it was kind of silly, but it felt like it was kind of an important thing to bring up because just if anybody ever wondered why there was no reference to ash or anything like that, that's why. Or why Tim couldn't wear a hat in this movie for any reason. If uh, that's that's that. what I was wondering.
1: <laughs> Would have been even better um, if there was a scene in which someone offers him a hat and he's like, "No."
2: <laughs> it's it's kind of like uh, it's like the scene in the first Iron Man where um Terrence Howard like looks the suit and he goes, "Next time," but it's Tim with a hat. Yes. Yeah. And he like <laughs> turns
0: it halfway and then stops. Yeah. <laughs> that would be their avengers uh and then it yeah. has a moment.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um all right. Uh Bill Nighy I never know how to pronounce his name. I've seen him in a million movies. He's the guy who played Howard Clifford in the film. Uh had little knowledge of the Pokemon franchise and uh and was only familiar with the trading card game and Pokemon Go. By the end of production, he quickly became a fan and bought as many Pokemon guides as possible to gain more mm-hmm. knowledge on the franchise, which is really hilarious. Okay. That's Star of... like That also sounds
1: like the kind of anecdote. anecdote that you
2: tell on The Tonight Show that is not even remotely <laughs> <can be>. true. <laughs> and now I love Pokemon, which you too can buy at Target for $18.95. <laughs> $18. <laughs> Get it yeah. while supply
0: last, because yeah. in a few years there will be no more Pokemon cards.
2: Star of the best exotic marigold, Bill <laughs> Nighy, uh loves Pokemon, and you should too. <laughs> they like play the ad in the <laughs> pokemon center in london yes
0: so yeah so i just thought it was i thought that was a little random piece of i mean like, i do think trivia. that would
1: be cool if it were true but i've just seen enough actor interviews to be a little skeptical of, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah yeah this you know how how old is he he's got to be like 60 right oh mm-hmm. definitely older than that i he was old when uh I think is,
0: he's been old for so long that I have no way of telling if he's actually <laughs> He was old, old when Shaun of the Dead came out in 2003. Mm-hmm. So, he's right. gotta be in his 70s. So, point is,
1: th- this guy's not going out and you know, like, now I'm gonna be a Pokemon fan.
0: The only <laughs> thing I can literally think of is that it's like some, it's an exaggeration, and it's like he was like showed interest, so he bought he like picked up a like book to like learn more, you yeah. know, like picked up like any sort of Pokemon guide. And just like
2: when read. they say now he's picking up Pokemon memorabilia, they just mean hats, yeah, yeah some <laughs> more
0: hats. <laughs> <laughs> he can't wear them on screen though, for obvious reasons, <laughs> for obvious <Yeah>. reasons. <laughs> All right, so that's all the trivia I had for this. Uh but before I do the plot rundown, I did want to just kind of get your guys' general opinions on this film. Um how did you feel about this film when you watched it 2 years ago versus how do you feel about it now? And uh Jackson since you're the guest, let's start with you. What are your thoughts yeah. on that
2: Uh yeah, so I I I saw this movie in theaters um with with a couple friends and I'm trying to remember back 2 years ago now. I enjoyed it. I th- I thought it was fun. Uh i i didn't feel like super like crazy highly on it um and re-watching it again uh i think i reflect most of those feelings i think i like a lot of what this movie does i I like the setup a lot but when they kind of get into maybe like the second half last third of it i'm like oh we're just kind of doing a thing here i actually really did enjoy the idea of like the the detective premise because for me as like not really a major pokemon fan i'm coming at it more as like a Ooh, a fun little mystery. What happened to this guy's dad? Less of a. Let's see how many Pokemon we can fit on screen. Um, which I don't. I think they they never are just like here's a Pokemon. They kind of all serve a, a decent purpose in the movie. Um, but or they're set yeah. dressing,
1: and they're and they're and you're yeah, just seeing okay. them for just a second, which is great because it's it's world building. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so I think this movie is fun and, and enjoyable. I think if I'm thinking about it a little more critically, it kind of loses me in in the back. Oh, yeah. uh, portion yep. of it but 100%. Uh, especially visually i much prefer the kind of like neon lit city to the kind of like gray um outdoors and then the later gray kind of high rises that the movie ends on
0: yep yep
1: jeff jeff what about you so i saw it two years ago or you know in theaters with some friends and uh it was raining like crazy when the the movie started and we lost power about oh, no. 30 minutes into the movie. And mm, the craziest funny. thing was the power came on 20 minutes later. So we'd been sitting there in the dark for 20 minutes waiting for the, the power to come back. And apparently the movie kept playing. And I, I don't know how that happened because when it came back, we were like way further into the movie. And so then like everyone in the audience is screaming like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want to hear it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Yeah, everyone uh, sprints out. So they did, uh, you know, rewind it, and we got to watch the the rest of the movie. But you know, very unusual movie going like, experience.
2: Tickets or something? No, we did not. That <laughs> happened to me once. Uh, I went to go see Rocket Man in theaters, and it blipped for like thirty seconds, and we all got free movie tickets. The only time yeah, I got outside. free movie
1: tickets was for Green Lantern, and uh, I honestly think it was just it was as an so apology bad. for watching Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I another,
0: another Ryan Reynolds gym <laughs>
1: I yes. I really enjoy the movie. Obviously, as a Pokemon fan, it was really cool to see all these Pokemon in live action and done in ways that mm. didn't look cheap. Uh, that was yeah. my big concern going into it, was, you know, especially when you were seeing in the trailers just how many Pokemon they were going to have on screen. Yeah. I was worried that some of these are not going to get fully treated and they're going to look bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they didn't. They delivered a really polished movie, uh I have complaints about the agree. narrative of the movie yes. not making uh, a ton of sense all the way through. <laughs> uh, and so that's where it loses some points for me. But as a Pokemon fan, it delivered on everything I wanted.
2: Yeah, I will agree. Even as someone who doesn't love Pokemon, they all look great in this that's, movie. And that's the thing for me too,
0: is I, I really do think, <clears throat> that's why I brought up the earlier about it being shot on film, is I do think it being shot on film helped. I think it made it look more real. And the Pokemon looked like they belonged in the world because like it really did... Like they looked good. Um, as far as my history with this movie goes, I saw this movie four times in theaters opening weekend. <laughs> so I I went and saw it by myself at four p.m. on like the first show. next time to see one,
2: a movie. I am out. one other
0: person in the theater. <laughs> so I was literally in there with one other person.
2: Um, and then how I old just was like,
0: the other person? Oh, they were probably like late mid to late thirties. I want to okay, say. Okay, cool. Something <laughs> like that. Um. The reason I saw this movie as many times as I did is because, I, like I said, I went by myself and all the people I wanted to see the movie with could not go at the same time. So I saw it with different I people. One of you saw yeah. it with and all so, of them. So, well, and then, like, it was Mother's Day weekend, like it is right now, so one of them was my mom, one of them was my cousin, like, the other one was Heidi. I was like, hey, I think you'll like this. You should go watch it. Um, I have basically the same opinions as you guys. I I love this movie for a Pokemon movie. I think the plot is just Like, the first half of the plot, I really like. I'll give it three quarters. I'll give it three quarters of the movie. I'm like, yeah, okay, I I can get with this. (laughs) I I really like the scene where, like, uh, Tim is, like, sitting there talking to Pikachu about his dad and, like, his relationship. And I I like that, like, estranged relationship. Yep. But, like, the villain plot, like, even when that starts to take over, (laughs) Pikachu straight up like, that's a bad guy card. Like, you know, like, the plot is so predictable. You know who the villain is, like... It just makes no sense. The plot makes mm-hmm. absolutely zero sense at the end. And it's all just to have a cool fight between Mewtwo and Pikachu, which I do like that. It looks cool. But, like, that's... Yeah. It yeah, it really mm-hmm. does. Like, plot-wise, it falls apart so hard in that last third. So, yeah, that's, I, that's I,
2: How do you guys feel about the... One of my favorite, uh, my unsung favorite parts about this movie is the unpaid intern girl and i think her like those first couple scenes with her are really funny because i'm like being someone who is like 21 and like understands that like hustle mentality of like all those kids who are trying to like get fancy jobs she's like exactly as annoying as those people are yeah
1: she's a, she's a try hard you know
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah and I like when you see her like in the first couple scenes like on the job and she's just getting like relentlessly bullied by all of the like rich paid not all of them are rich but you know what i mean like those like paid staff i'm like yeah that's that's how that goes for people uh and then they have like this high horse about them when they're not in front of those people yeah, yeah. it's very funny
0: <laughs> i actually really like her i like katherine newton a lot as an actress uh have you guys mm-hmm. seen um freaky yet where no, i haven't on where they the switched vince on. vaughn movie yeah, yeah, yeah that was a good one i i like her i think that she's got a lot of talent so it was I'm not going to say that this movie was, like, phenomenal. There was no phenomenal acting, really, in this movie, because that's not what you're going to it for, but I think she did a good job acting alongside uh, the other two characters. I actually would applaud the acting in this movie,
1: uh, except for Lucy. And, and Lucy, I, I shouldn't say that the actress did a bad job. The character is supposed to be over the top and is supposed to yeah. be, like, a hard-boiled detective, you
0: know? And Yeah, mm-hmm. which... It yeah, doesn't really make she's...
1: much sense in the context of the rest
0: of the world, but <laughs> yeah, her first lines or whatever too are so like on the nose. It's like... over the
2: top. It's <laughs> really yeah, but uh, I think it. I think it's really clever uh, at the beginning, and then they kind of lose that 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 plot yeah. later on. I think that no, uh,
1: I, the other actors, uh, Ken Watanabe and and uh, um, Justice Smith, they are delivering fairly understated performances. Like they're. They're in a Pokemon movie, which would lend itself to yeah. being crazy. But they are very, like, this is our normal lives. We are normal people so, <laughs> throughout so, this yeah. movie. <laughs>
0: After, I, I cannot remember his name right now, so you have to forgive me. But the guy who plays Roger uh, Howard, the son of the, like, the yeah. guy who the company, he's in a show called You're the Worst that was on FX. And I saw this movie first, watched the entire, like, Eight seasons of that show, and then rewatch this movie again. And like, when he yells at her for like the coffee, it's literally he's like the same character. He was in <laughs> so This is great because he's great that's in that funny. show too. Yeah, uh, he was also in like a season of uh, Modern Family. We just finished that. Yeah, he was I was like-
1: gonna say that's where I knew him from was for Modern Family, and then seeing him in this, I was like, oh okay, not really yeah, the, I- same <laughs> <laughs> the same character.
0: Basically the same. The worst, which is a show I recommend everybody watch. But yeah, that's. So general thoughts, uh, I'm in the I'm in a similar boat. I love this movie so much. Asterisk as like on a critical eye, I know that there's a lot of issues with this movie. Like I know that the plot, it just it's it's utter nonsense at the end. Like it really <laughs> I mean, just goes it, it makes sense in a just accept it sort of way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It goes so like left field, like it I don't know. It's such a weird thing that like they introduced this whole thing that I don't even think was a thing in the video games. I don't know it. Yeah,
2: with the with the gas. Oh man, <laughs> when all the Pokemon of people blend together, <laughs> I that's those where I was laughing out of like what the is going on.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's really where like for me again that last like little bit because I even like um I think I really like everything up to where like I would say for me where it really starts to like I'm like okay the plot for this is kind of weird is basically right where after the Bulbasaur part because I like the yeah because I like the like them going into the facility and like checking it out and like there's this plot but I feel like the plot like the the evil plot kind of doesn't really have I a think
1: things kind of off. accelerate way yeah. too quickly after that point yeah, like, it feels rough I think they there. they got to, through that scene they're like oh wow no we're supposed to have a
0: much shorter runtime they're like we're <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's wrap yeah. this up guys <laughs> this is such like a a weird connection to make but to me it kind of reminds me of the Lost World Jurassic Park movie where like the very end of it they're like oh right we had to have this whole section in San Diego." Let's like throw this in there real fast and it is not going to be good, but we're just going to tack it (laughs) on the end of this movie. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Well, we should
0: probably get into the plot. I was going to say without without further ado, let's get right into the plot for this. So the film opens with Mewtwo being held in a chamber filled with a a liquid. I don't even know what it is, but he's basically just... LCL. It's this part, Jackson, you haven't seen uh, Pokemon the first movie, have you? So this is literally a callback to that. Like he's basically wakes up inside of a... A chamber as well, too. And they even have like the little bubbles. Jeff, did you notice that, too? Yep. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, uh, we get a quick cut to Pikachu flipping a switch. You really just know it's him because you see his shadow uh, to a power supply to the lab. Go back to Mewtwo and see him break out of the chamber and chase down a car that sped off from the lab. The car Mewtwo is chasing crashed, uh, and then we jump to a small town and introduced to some Pokemon. That part's really cool because we do just get to see like all these Pokemon like living. Like when I, that was the part for me where I was like, Literally, like this in the theater with like the biggest grin on my face when I see, yeah, I saw like Pidgeot <laughs> fly by and I was like, oh my god. Uh, so we're introduced to uh, a bunch of Pokemon in the lead of our film, Tim Goodman, a 21 year old insurance adjuster who gave up on his dream of becoming a Pokemon, uh, Pokemon trainer following the death of his mother. Ooh. And
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, hitting a little close to home
0: <laughs> yeah. for me, uh, and being <laughs> strange from his father. Um, so, uh, Tim and his friend Jack are trying to catch Pokemon for Jack. Uh, I I, I
1: should say, for those who don't know, I'm an insurance adjuster who, of course, (laughs) as a kid, wanted to be a Pokemon master. (laughs) This movie's about Jeff.
2: Continue. (laughs) Uh, There's something so funny to me about, like, oh, man, he's 21 years old and he's given up in his dreams. He's got no time left. I know, like, (laughs) I was like, oh.
0: like you can still be a pokemon trainer i'm pretty sure at 21 years old like i don't think you exclusively have to be a 10 year old kid but what well i mean I but if you're going to be a,
1: a master you have to start early just like oh it's you know, all, you the, all the best athletes started pokemon training pokemon. when they were six
0: yeah. <laughs> this
2: is like the basically the same rules apply to the olympics as pokemon yeah. yep there was a couple times this movie where i had to remind myself these people are like Like I'm, I'm 21. These people are the same age as I am in this movie, and that's very interesting. Sometimes,
0: (laughs) have you given up your dream to be a Pokemon master, Jackson? As well, yes,
2: yes, I have as well. Actually, I've given up my dream of being an insurance ingester. I think I'm gonna start Pokemon training.
1: Pokemon training is easier.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So
0: they think they're trying to catch a Pokemon for or Tim thinks they're trying to catch a Pokemon for Jack, but you find out quickly that Jack actually tricked Tim to go out there to try to catch a Cubone. I like this scene because you're getting introduced to. This is really the only time you ever see anybody in this movie catch Pokemon, Um, and I don't think, in my opinion, I think they had to have this scene because Pokemon catching is such a big part of like the whole universe and world. So I think it's the slogan. Yeah, exactly. Got to catch. (laughs) (laughs) Not having someone at least catch or try to catch a Pokemon, I think to me would have been like, it would have been weird. So I like that they added this in there. Cubone's adorable. Uh, there's a cute line in there about um, about like uh, wearing the skull of a dead relative, which I thought cute was pretty... line. <laughs> but it's a little callback
2: to I think it's like the Pokedex entry in one of the early Pokemon in games, Red Talks and Blue. To- I do I, <laughs> I do know that about Pokemon is that Cubone's got the skull of his dead mother on it, which yeah. It is really dark when you think about it, but, like, I thought it was funny that they... Like, well, and it, it. it's something
1: that's always required a little more explanation for me. Like, so it's born... What does it look like when it's born? The mother's not dead immediately, unless all Cubone mothers die in childbirth. But Probably. they lay eggs.
0: I don't know. So. <laughs> that, there's also... In, yeah, that too. In <laughs> Pokemon, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, right? They have an entire cutscene where, like... Don't they? Where like Cubone sees Marowak's ghost in yeah, the yeah
2: Marowak's ghost in the in the tower. That's where I got in the game. Then I stopped playing, <laughs> not because of that, but just <laughs> coincidentally.
1: Jax is like, I'm done, I'm done. Yeah, this is this is too
0: scary for me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ghost house.
0: Uh, Tim tries to catch Cubone, fails, Uh, and then they head back into town. When they get back to the service, Tim is contacted by the police of the Rhyme City Police Department. Uh, Basically, you don't really know what happened, but it jumps to a scene where it shows him like reading a newspaper cop was killed in a fiery crash. So
1: I wanted to shout out two things. First of all, Jack, uh, I don't know remember the name of the actor, but obviously he was Dopinder from Deadpool, which is also with Ryan Reynolds. I love his energy in this. And I also wanted to shout out uh, Tim's throw when he throws the pokeball. He leads the cubone, like the cubone's running away, and he managed to throw it so he was like he'd catch it in stride. That's a great throw. You can't discount. Maybe
2: him. he's got a he's got a he's got a career in like football or something. Yeah, <laughs> I would
0: watch an entire movie that was just about Jack as a Pokemon trainer, though. I mean, like sign me up. I'm all about it. Was Jack
2: wearing a hat? I feel like he was.
0: Jack was wearing a hat because trainers wear hats, <laughs> <laughs> and they. That, he's obviously Ash. <laughs> Yes. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Tim uh, finds out that if he gets called from the police department of Rhyme City, um, a city where humans and Pokemons live together in harmony and battle. our Pokemon battles are illegal. When Tim arrives in the city, uh, we're treated to, in my opinion, I put this in there myself, but this is the best shot of the film where we get the whole like shot of the city and all the Pokemon like living in the world. And they show all the different Pokemon. Absolutely
1: beautiful. Yeah. 100%. But you breezed over something that I wanted to touch on, which is on the train. When they're riding in, like this is like, <laughs> this was the the moment I'm like I'm not sure I'm gonna like seeing all of these Pokemon in live yes. action. When Licky Tongue, when Licky Tongue walks up to him, and just tongue flops out, I'm like oh okay yeah this is how that would be. This is
2: gross. <laughs> it's jarring. It is jarring. Like it is is Rhyme City a sanctuary city for Pokemon? It I, might be. I mean, it's I, certainly no catching, know. no
0: battling. I would. That makes sense to me. Like,
2: interesting.
0: That out because yeah, no battling, nothing like that. Like we even see in the film that it's illegal. Like they have like a legal underground battling. So something
1: yeah. to think
2: about. Yeah.
0: Jackson, what did you think of Lickitung? That's the name of
1: the Pokemon uh,
2: with the tongue. <laughs> too, too realistic tongue. That's just yeah, a human then, like, tongue, but the, really big. It's a really big <laughs> human tongue, and then it's just and, like. You know, smashing his face. (laughs) I I don't know. Maybe he needs to hydrate a little bit more. His, like, saliva is way too, like, sticky. Yeah, very viscous. Not good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Very bad.
0: So, yeah, as I was saying, this is the part, like, when I saw this in theaters, I legitimately was, like, tearing up. Like, tears of joy. Like, seeing all the Pokemon. Like, the... So... Jackson, you're not super, you're not really like into Pokemon, but Jeff knows that Braviary is one of my favorite Pokemon. So that scene, Jeff, where Braviary is like bringing the bag to the yep. guy up on like, the scaffolding. I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, it, it really it's does. a very cool establishing kind of like yep. not even shot, but like a little scene of like you understand right away what the city is like. Yeah.
0: And I think it, it does a good job of doing it in like under three minutes because it's just such a quick shot that like goes through like you see the like snorlax sleeping in the middle of the road and like the machamp like stopping traffic mm-hmm. and stuff like that well so. it's like you said it establishes that this city is
1: filled with pokemon there's thousands of pokemon here but then that's in your mind but now the rest of the movie they can just show a couple of pokemon yeah. at a time and there's a, there's it doesn't firm, you know it doesn't feel empty because you know that the the greater yeah. world is is more filled there was mm-hmm. a
0: certain point in this movie when I first watched it that I caught onto it where I was like, oh, yeah, they've shown every Pokemon that's going to be in this movie. And then they just kept, like, recycling those same Pokemon over and over again, which I didn't mind. Like, I get it. They can only have so many Pokemon and stuff like that in here and stuff like that. But I it definitely noticed it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something I wanted to bring up real quick in this part because I felt like it was such a wasted opportunity but when they show the squirtle like firefighters on the screen and they don't call them the squirtle squad i got so sad <laughs> i was like man like they totally could have called them the squirtle squad and they don't, you know they don't live in rhyme city the squirtle squad
2: is working for that uh, that other city from the show you know <laughs> i i wonder do we think that like their pokemon like the 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 machamp has got like enough arms to like yep. you know cross traffic the squirtles they can be firefighters do the Pokemon that maybe don't have, like, intrinsically, like, useful traits, do they kind of get left behind? I mean, look at Mewtwo. society. <laughs> look at Mewtwo. Mewtwo's got I mean, endless. Sorry, 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 sorry. Mewtwo,
0: not Mewtwo. Sorry, I'm, I misphrased that. I was reading the line Mewtwo as I was saying that. Um, look at Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime's, like, literally just, like, taking out trash or something like that, right, when you see him? Like, yeah. I don't know. He doesn't really have a whole lot. I, I get the feeling that Mr. Mime,
1: that at least that Mr. Mime, is a criminal. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Definitely a criminal. He he may have been disposing of a body.
0: (laughs) Okay, uh, so this next part, um, we see Tim go into the police department. He's introduced to uh, Harry's friend. Harry's the dad. I didn't actually say that was the name of the character earlier. Uh, Detective Hideo Yoshida. um, He's informed that Harry was killed in a car accident. Uh, Tim goes to Harry's apartment uh, to sort things out meets Harry's police partner uh what what is that? I don't even know what this says this I, I literally just stole this but I'm going to just uh a deer stalker is that the hat I'm I'm assuming yeah hat.
2: okay a deer
0: clad uh amnesiac talking pikachu whom only that's Tim copywriting,
2: can That's
0: all right <laughs> <laughs> That uh that only Tim can understand um All others simply just hear him say Pika Pika. Tim accidentally releases a mysterious purple gas R, which we're we're like positive that's a callback to Team Rocket, right? Like, is that why they called it R? I mean,
1: so I assumed that it was going to be that, but then... But it's literally just a giant R is like the Team Rocket logo. Yeah, but then it it didn't have anything to do with Team Rocket.
0: Exactly, and that was the whole thing (laughs) for me. This is where, uh, for me, when we were talking earlier about how it felt like the plot was rushed at the end is like did they have a plan where it was going to be team rocket involved in some way? And they're just like, Oh, we just got to wrap this up. You guys. So I think released that... the Letterman cut. <laughs> <laughs> so six hour cut on HBO max.
1: I think that four point three. they deliberately put an R on it so that the hardcore fans would jump to the idea I mean, that it's team rocket. And so it was a way of subverting your
0: expectations. I get it, I guess. Like it's to kind of throw you off, but again, this plot's pretty predictable. So Um, yeah, so uh Tim can understand the Pikachu, everybody else who shares Pika Pika. He they uh, release the purple gas with the R on it. Um that they find in Harry's office and then they're attacked by a party of apom uh, who become rabid under the gas gas's mm-hmm. influence. This is the second time I am disturbed by the realism of <laughs> yeah. Pokemon. apom. a little <laughs> yeah. creepy until it's like not yelling. Like when it's just like being cute, it like is like okay,
2: this was, is a It was like super bit-
1: cute, but then yeah, yeah angry Get apom. The
2: physical comedy in this scene. He loses his pants, which is funny. Yeah,
1: yeah. and then he like when he
2: falls down and also mm-hmm. the
1: writing in this scene, like, I know it's just Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds for mm-hmm. all of this, but like Pikachu screaming out, you know, a man is dying. <laughs> yeah, I that
3: part.
1: Yeah. And then like, you know, uh, he goes to grab a knife, <gasps> you know, yeah. he's like, yeah, I, like I got a dry. knife. Oh, never mind. That's <laughs> so yeah. a bad idea. <laughs>
0: And there's just, like, even... Uh, this oh, and the, after, uh, they appear to be attracted to your increasing nudeness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then the scene, like, right after this, when they get down there, and he's like, it's the stuff I shoved up my nose or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, I wouldn't say that.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I will say, this is a confession here, I am not 100% a fan of Ryan Reynolds' comedic stylings. Um, I don't care much for his Deadpool work, which is basically what he does nowadays. Um, but I I think it works in within the for me within the context of this movie really well.
0: I think it really I agree with you, and I think the reason why is because he's um a lot more constrained, and like mm-hmm. it is since it is a PG like there's more of a plot that like has to do with this overarching like heartfelt story. Is where Deadpool it's like throw everything out there and like just throw joke after joke after joke. Also, I I I do love Deadpool,
1: but. I can see that like the jokes in this movie are like actually funny. Whereas a lot of the jokes in Deadpool are, you know, saying an inappropriate word, say, you know, insult someone, you know, fart joke, fart joke, you know, like all that, you know, stuff, which can be humorous in its own way. But like this was legitimately funny comments versus Mm -hmm. like, you know, kind of forced humor,
0: you know? And for me, too, even when I watch Deadpool, I just, like, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm just like, oh, that's Ryan Reynolds. You know, like, in this one, I know it's his voice, but I think that, like, I don't know. There's something about this movie where I just, like, it just works for the character. Like, I'm not, like, thrown off by the fact that it's Ryan Reynolds' voice the
1: whole Also, time. I, I love that Jackson was, like, you know, Ryan Reynolds, he's just doing his Deadpool thing. But yeah. he's actually just doing his Van Wilder
0: thing. <laughs> that's also true he's been doing his van wilder things since his career <laughs> since that's his fair life. i i i will concede that yes so okay uh so they escape uh pikachu explains that after losing his memory following the crash uh he believes that harry had survived the crash um and that the police never found the body they meet an informant of harry's uh mr mime i think so the notes i think here skip an entire section Yes, of this part because they go see Lucy first, right? Correct.
1: They go see. They, mm-hmm. Well, they go to Harry's house and Lucy finds them when they
0: go to open the mailbox. Yes, and that's yeah. be- so that's actually before he even meets Pikachu. Sorry, I should go back. We're introduced to Catherine Newton's character before we even meet Detective Pikachu in the movie, um, and she's basically like, uh, she works for the newspaper, but she mentions how she does like listicles, and she's like, yeah. top ten cutest Pokemon. Spoilers: they're all cute. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So and good. and I believe Tim goes like, oh yeah, my grandma loves those. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think this is, too, which is, which is pretty good. I think this movie is at its best when it's like almost a parody of like film noir. Yeah. Um, And this is that at its best.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um. Mm-hmm. So like going back to that as well, too, where they go to that, uh, they go in, there's some pretty good lines in there as well, too, where like, uh, He's like, like Pikachu, Brian Reynolds, Pikachu, whatever you want to say, the type of Pikachu's like talking to her and he's like, uh she like goes up and like scratches him, and it's just like, I love that part too. And like mm-hmm. there's also the little sweet mother of Arceus, which Arceus is their version of God. So I really like that as well, too. I, like, I also I wanted like to shout out the way they introduce Psyduck. Like he's like yeah.
1: standing all across the street and he's like he's like got his <laughs> head poked out, and then he's super obviously he like kind of panics. I honestly think that yeah. this is Psyduck is one of the cutest Pokemon in this movie. Absolutely mm-hmm. adorable. I just want to give him an aspirin, you know? <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. Psyduck is great in this. Um I also like a lot of like the notes that I have here, they kind of breeze through it. But there's the next morning scene where they're in the apartment and there's a lot of really good jokes there. Like where he walks out and it's just like the apartment's thrashed and he's like stepping he's... on things. He's like, he's like, please just keep stepping on that. It's only my life's worth. <laughs> he's doing the it's always sunny bit where he's yeah. like, the Pepe Silvio. <laughs> yep. And then like He's like spills the coffee or whatever, or like moves the coffee, and he's like, "I was gonna drink that." Like all these different little things that are just so good. Like, I love the little comedic lines in there, and I think again, I think that's where it really works is all the
2: comedy between the two characters. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think it also has um the the idea that it's like a CGI detective to Pikachu where like yep. you can't really like ad lib and like do a scene again with different takes. I think it's a lot of like that, like Rial Reynolds kind of like. You can tell he's like writing punch up on the dialogue for this for like Mm -hmm. himself, but he's actually writing it, which like puts a little thought and consideration into it, which I think makes it a strong performance.
0: Yeah. And I think these characters do have good chemistry together. Like, I'm going to be honest, when I first watched, even like upon reviewing um, Justice Smith's character to me is like a little boring up until we get introduced to Detective Pikachu. And I think that's where he starts to shine more. Is like the relationship between the two like I feel like his character really like just grows more because he's and it's I don't even think it's the actor himself I think it's just like the way the character is written to be like this sad, super sad character at the beginning and then like, once he's introduced to detective Pikachu I think it, it really just adds a lot to it but yeah so they go they meet with Lucy they find out about an informant Pokemon, Uh, the informant Pokemon is Mr. Mime. who directs him to a legal battle, uh, a legal Pokemon battle arena called uh, Roundhouse? But we got to talk about the Mr. Mime part because this is arguably one of the best parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the them miming like lighting the
2: match and everything like that and pouring the gas is just—it's so good. Like the inclusion of like deliberate sound does sound effects in this scene too makes it so much yeah. funnier when and he like, like bumps he, into things.
0: Like, and he like licks his fingers and like grabs it and like—it's just it. so good and like the scene where he's like he like uh is running or whatever and he gets on the moped and crashes like oh he went down hard (laughs) tim should have worn a helmet (laughs) yeah yeah all the mr mime
1: stuff was brilliant so
0: funny yeah the mr mime part for me and like i've shown this movie to people who are not pokemon fans but that is the that's the standout Mm -hmm. part like they just love that scene yeah it works. Um, I do spoke. want to say
1: that even though it was miming it, the pouring gas on Mr. Mime thing was pretty dark. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> says,
2: like, oh, this got yeah. dark spot. Especially when you understand that, like, it, to Mr. Mime, the miming is real. Yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. He's going to feel this.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: And I, I just like the lines, too, where, like, Pikachu's trying to, like, be a detective and, like, he's trying to, like, read the ad lives, Or he's trying to, like. Uh, oh, he, Pikachu can't read, but. <laughs> yeah That's and good. he's like yeah he's like uh he's like my problem is i keep pushing people away <laughs> and I hate them for leaving <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So many i think he's telling like you to that. shove it yeah <laughs> it's, the mr mind part's just excellent so i i wanted to shout that part out the sure. synopsis did skip over one scene again which
1: was yeah. them in the bar uh, oh yes, beforehand.
0: that was that was another part as well too. Which
1: honestly, like that that scene had some touching conversation stuff. You know, like a little character building, and that's all great. But the highlight of that scene for me was the Ludicolo. Yeah, <laughs> behind the bar, yeah, the, which is the the, like, the, the, the Pokemon duck Pokemon then, with the sombrero, Jackson. Yes, yes. <laughs> He's like, hey, hey, darling, could you give me another coffee, Ludicolo? <laughs> yeah. I like um, the,
2: the Jigglypuff who's, like, doing karaoke and is put someone yeah, to sleep. I love that, too. I play Smash. I know how that works. I thought that was great.
0: <laughs> um, speaking of that part, one of the parts that I really liked about this movie, the first time I watched it, and it's always stuck out to me, is the part where he's, like, sitting there talking to Pikachu because nobody can understand him, and he grabs his phone, so it looks like he's, like, talking to someone on his phone. It's like, that's really clever, because, like, you see people in movies that are, like, talking to ghosts or stuff like that, and they're just, like, talking to
2: themselves, and people are always, like... What is wrong with that person? Uh, as someone who's currently watching Death Note, I understand this problem uh, <laughs> with talking to invisible monsters. Ah. Um, and then also to that part as well too, I really
0: like that line where like, he's like, all right, you can come stay at my place. He's like, what do you mean your place? And then like, he like acts like his house and then he's like, says fine, he'll stay. He's like, Any, what the line yeah. is that, he's like, oh my God, I just invited somebody over. I never do this. I'm not that kind of Pokemon <laughs> It's so much more mature than, like, a Pokemon movie should be. Um, okay, so then we jump over to the roundhouse. Um, the uh, arena's owner, Sebastian, recognizes Pikachu as the Pokemon who injured his prized Charizard in a previous Pokemon battle uh, and demands a rematch. This part we do start out with seeing uh, Gengar fight Blastoise, talking about Pokemon that look too creepy when they're real. <laughs> uh, Gengar's teeth really stand out to me. as like yeah, something He's
1: supposed to be awesome. a scary ghost, though, so I'm kind of okay yeah.
0: with that one. Yeah, and even, like, in the game, the teeth are huge, too, but it just looks so weird. It's, like, a mix of, like, Slimer, but, like, with, like, I don't know. With it a bear so trap for a mouse? Yeah, like, it looks so <laughs> yeah. weird. So, uh, that's this, cool I'm, to
2: that. This DJ, uh, or whatever leader of this area, is, like, an actual DJ in real life, I'm pretty sure, and is not an actor, believe it or not. Uh oh, I do perform- believe it. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> so, the the guy who like um the sebastian guy the guy who like runs the arena he's an actor yeah. but the actual dj is diplo so okay like, yes that's what i was he, thinking of oh okay well diplo, actually
2: yeah. my
1: complaint was with the the actor then cause... yeah the, okay, the guy
0: that
2: i had confusing information
0: there's <laughs> a lot of like stereotypical things going on with the with the owner of this arena <laughs> I, i'll just say um i love all the jokes that pikachu makes about him wearing a shirt and stuff like that and like mm-hmm. And just, I thought that part was good. Um, Yeah. What do you, what do you think about like seeing the Pokemon battle though, Jeff? Because like, I mean, I would have been waiting as someone who's expecting
1: to see a lot more Pokemon battles in the first live action Pokemon movie. This was Mm -hmm. a really cool moment. In fact, I I even noted that if I lived in Rhyme city, you I'd be in prison all the time, getting (laughs) busted for going to Pokemon fight club. You know, Mm -hmm. I would be there every weekend. That's my, that's my Friday and Saturday night every time. <laughs> but but uh, it was really cool to see the battles. Uh it was a chance to see some of the Pokémon in action
0: that weren't going to be involved in the rest of the story. Yeah, I, and like I seeing, it was them great. Use, seeing them use like actual moves from the game is cool and like the, you know, seeing like the KO or like the critical hit things pop up, I liked that. Jackson, how did you feel about like seeing the the Pokémon? battle? good.
2: I think it's an effective transition from a turn-based RPG and a card game into yeah. like an actual battle I think would have been like really corny if there was like someone standing behind them being like do this yeah um the fact hey, that's I like I don't you think you've got to trans
0: well on this
2: yeah translation isn't is never a, a direct thing and and that's good it's supposed to be kind of contextual um so I, I think this is fun uh, the idea of like Pokemon fighting in this world's a little a little questionable, but uh, visually, it's it's fun to watch.
0: Yeah, we we actually talked about this a little bit in our like uh, Pokemon the first movie review. How like it's you have to like suspend disbelief because in this world yeah. they are battling Pokemon. But there's a part in the movie where they're like Pokemon were never supposed to battle like this when they're like battling each other, and it's like yeah, it was yeah. like a major plot point right. in the first Pokemon movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. Pa- Pokemon you shouldn't should battle break not break like this. Down yeah Yeah. everyone
2: everyone has like their partner pokemon that's like their best friend and then they take them over to the to the to the round table and they throw them into the ring i just i'm picturing you and dj
1: and you just forcing dj to fight for our amusement
2: (laughs) yeah it it
0: doesn't make sense but it also like really does make sense (laughs) um all right so uh uh, during the, he demands a rematch. He doses Charizard with R, uh, stirring him into a violent rage. Uh, Pikachu's unable to summon any of his electrical powers to fight back. While attempting to save Pikachu, Tim knocks Sebastian over and breaks several gas vials, uh, in his jacket. Um, sorry. Tim knocks Sebastian, breaks several, yeah, in his jacket, uh, sending the arena's Pokemon into a frenzy. Uh, the is raided by police at the end after they basically, in order to get out of there, uh, Pikachu throws a Magikarp at Charizard. Hoping it'll evolve into Gyarados and I love that he just like throws it at him and it just flails because that's all Magikarp does in the game is just flails. And I thought that was pretty clever. I also um, thought it was really funny that when
1: Laudrid get high, they play dubstep.
0: Yes. <laughs> yep. He was definitely a little bit more like hip hop when they're not high. Yeah. But then when they get high, it's just all that's like hardcore dubstep. <laughs> I did think that was funny as well, too. Um so they're uh the they're rated. uh they're brought up to yoshida he reveals the footage of the crash explaining that it's impossible for harry to have survived mm. so we this just is see
2: the second time that this crash has been recontextualized to us and people should keep count because there is <laughs> well, there's <laughs> there's five or six if i remember correctly. I, yeah because <laughs> there's a
0: lot mm-hmm. um so I'm going to stop here for a second because the notes don't really talk about this part. But I I actually really like the next scene where they're, like, sitting outside the police station because, like, he thinks his dad died. And I like this, like, interaction between the two characters. Um, I think this is where it shines a little bit more on Ryan Reynolds being more of, like, a him not doing the, like, Deadpool character where he's yeah. just, like, making so many jokes. It's more of, like, an emotional, like, scene. And granted, it's a Pokemon movie, so it's not like this is, like, a... Oscar worthy performance of like these two characters having a heart to heart, but I really like this scene. Um and like the like him coming to terms, like the part where he like talks about how he like should have got on the train to go see his dad and stuff like that after his mom passed away. I like that and Pikachu like basically being there to console him and like showing that they are becoming friends. Like it's, they didn't And want it is to nice
1: to have too. these moments where they're tug on your heartstrings a little bit, uh to you know give you an emotional reaction. You know, to something in this movie, Mm -hmm. because otherwise it's all jokes and violence. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All that was violence in this PG Pokemon movie. But yeah, I like this scene. Um, So the next, uh, Tim and Pikachu are contacted by Howard Clifford. Uh, Don't, the wheelchair using founder of Clifford Industries. I don't know if the wheelchair using founder was like,
2: that was a weird Anyways, that that was weird. Um,
0: who Basically, created, the uh,
2: king of this city, really. Yeah, he, yeah, Essentially, he's like. Rhyme City is like a is like a corpo town. Yeah, that's what he said. He created yeah, definitely a corpo the, town. Utopia for Pokemon and humans. Um, is is so that's, Pikachu cyberpunk?
0: Yes. Yes. It has neon signs. Yeah. Cyberpunk. <laughs> huh. This is actually a good. This is kind of a good. <laughs> spot to go back to the beginning when Tim's on the train. You're introduced to like a little video when they're going mm-hmm. into the town. and It talks about who Howard Clifford is. He's like.
2: Basically created this. It's, town. Like, it's like it's like a corporate dystopia in some yeah. strange ways. Or
1: it's like when you go to New York City and the back seat of every cab has a commercial from the mayor of New York City. You
0: know. Yeah, that's basically. Like, <laughs> I would say that he, he's essentially like the mayor of this town, but like not actually the mayor. He's like, the he,
2: CEO of Rhyme City. Rhyme
0: City like, has negative every, connotations. Yeah, I would say. Everybody works for him. <laughs> um, uh, who created Rhyme? Uh, Rhyme City for a as a utopia for Pokemon and humans, uh, Howard reveals that he was Harry's last client and Harry was abducted by a genetically engineered Pokemon called Mewtwo who erased Pikachu's memory. Uh, he warns Tim and that his son Rogers behind the creation of Argas, uh, which he requested Harry to look into. So this is also another point where we get a recreation of the um, same trash. Yes. So this is three times so far. Yes. And I do like how they like have the technology that like shows it and because mm-hmm. like every movie in like anything like that they just will show the same scene and it'll be like as if the actor was like they're explaining it but then we see like a clear image of the but the actors yeah. are never see- the characters in the movie are never seeing that so i like that the characters in the movie are actually seeing what we see um
2: yeah cool. I, 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 if detective pikachu were such a detective i feel like he wouldn't take this at such face value but right. um yeah. that's yeah that's okay
1: also, I, I have a, my, this is one of the first times, like, you know, I'm, I'm historically very good at forgiving movies for things. Uh, this is one of those times where I like I, it, it, one of the first times in the movie that I, it kind of stuck in my head a little bit that I didn't like this, uh, where, you know, Howard Clifford says, uh, this is Mewtwo. And it was, you know, created from the you know DNA of Mew. And then Pikachu's like, Whoa, well, if this thing was made from the DNA of Mew, then this is the most powerful Pokemon in the world based <laughs> on what? <laughs> Yeah. based on what yeah. Pikachu
0: how did you mm-hmm. come to this conclusion? Yeah, and it really is just like a <laughs> because Mewtwo is always referred to as the strongest Pokemon in like any other games it it really just feels like it's more of an a like like you're saying a wink wink nod to the audience, like, yeah like the strongest mm-hmm. Pokemon I, but it by uh, way, I was like why how would Pikachu know this? The world okay. doesn't know about Mewtwo. Jeff, this is, where, <laughs> this is where I have to ask you what you thought of the literal one second of Eevee you got in this movie. Yeah, that was pretty disappointing. Yeah, even uh, as, like, even for me, I was like, ooh, they don't even, they, like, show the shadow they of They show Eevee. the shadow of him as he's evolving into a different Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, that's fair, because Flareon's better than Eevee, but, I mean, no. whatever. I'm just kidding. What well, not? maybe. I like Flareon okay. fine. Yeah. So, uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, we find out about that. Um, then, to uh, and Pikachu recruit aspiring jur- aspiring journalist Lucy Stevens and her Psyduck to travel uh, to the abandoned genetics lab. Um, Harry was investigating. The lab's personnel has been experimenting on Mewtwo uh, and synthesizing R from uh, his genes. They are attacked by genetically enhanced Greninja. So, I want to stop here because R- a little R fat. is
2: Drenochrome from. It's going to keep everyone young. Oh, uh, I'm the only one into QAnon conspiracy theories. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And by into you mean you uh, you laugh into into
1: knowing about them, not into believing them, not buying into them. Want to clarify that for the
0: audience? Yes,
2: yes. (laughs) And for Twitch, uh, yeah. And for
0: Twitch, we we do not (laughs) condone QAnon or support or believe any of that. In fact, let's just stop saying their name altogether. Yep, yep, yep. 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 But Jeff, you talked earlier about Psyduck being like the cutest Pokemon in this movie, Uh, so I wanted to talk a little bit about the scene in the backseat with Pikachu and Psyduck because I absolutely love this scene, and like the parts where like uh, earlier on in the movie where he's like Serenity now, Serenity, like trying to keep Psyduck calm, and he's like Master Seinfeld fan, Pikachu.
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Psyduck's trying to get like a foot massage from Pikachu because he knows that Pikachu (laughs) wants to like keep him calm. And I just love that. And I, I think this part's really cute as well. Just like their little banter in the backseat. Also,
1: you know, the faces Pikachu makes in that scene led to a thousand memes on the internet. And who mm -hmm. doesn't love a good Pikachu meme?
0: (laughs) It's true. It's really good. Um, so they're attacked by the genetically enhanced Greninja. Let me get back to where I was. Um, and they basically run through this whole like forest scene where they're like, and the there's it basically just starts to like lift up, right? Like the ground it just starts to like the. It's an earthquake. It's an earthquake. Yeah, but
1: it's real quick Charizard. on the Greninjas, uh, this is where I realized that in live action Pokemon, furry Pokemon look cute, reptilian Pokemon
0: look terrifying. <laughs> Did you not feel I that way when you see Charizard? Because like his the scales on to me on Charizard, I don't know why, but like. I love Charizard but there's something a little
2: bit jarring about Charizard. He's just a dragon. Yeah, like he, he is doesn't... a dragon in this movie, which I yeah. I know he is, but... but
0: but technically he's not and that's <laughs> the stupidest thing in the world, but that's a whole other <laughs> That's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> um yeah, I agree. I think Greninja does look kind of creepy, but like it at the works same time, for this
1: the, this works. thing especially when he when they oh, reach yeah. their hand out of the pod
0: and it's like very
1: alien. they're like
2: Stuck in the in their tongues. Yeah. And another tongue Pokemon that another I Another tongue like. Pokemon.
0: <laughs> a tongue scarf Pokemon, which is so weird. Grenin- <laughs> I like Greninja a lot, but that is such a weird I design choice. Yeah,
2: yeah, I don't think my neck tastes good enough to wear my tongue as a <laughs> scarf. Yeah, I this is just another one of those that
1: the translation from cartoon to reality, it you have to start addressing some things that you didn't have to yeah. address before. <laughs>
0: Okay, uh, so they run through this forest uh, that's basically like the, the geography is like changing as they're running through uh, after Psyduck essentially like yells out. um what is Psyduck use? What's the move? Is it? Confusion. Is it just confusion that he uses? I think that's all he's using. Okay. But they don't say uh, what move he's using. It's got to be either confusion yeah. or psychic are or, or the, the two that it can be. I love that like that whole scene where Pikachu's trying to get Psyduck to freak out and he's just like talking <laughs> crap to him. And I, mm-hmm. I like that part as well. Um they're basically running through everything. They're like falling all over the place, everything like that. Turns out that it's these giant Torteras that we see a couple Torteras earlier on to like hint at, like. Well, and, what's and there's a
1: sign next to them.
0: It says Tortera Gardens, right?
1: Yeah. Well, it, it says something about like enhanced growth or something like that on the sign, mm-hmm. but it's only on the screen for a split second.
0: So the size of those Torteras, it makes me very. I have a lot of questions about how that works and like. How did those torteros just become part of the geography there? Well, they're 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 not they're they're living on top of the actual geography. I guess just, <laughs> they like blend into it so I don't know. That's there's a whole like yeah I don't know. I, don't, I, I love back. it. I love the giant torteros. I think it's like like funny. It. I like it. I just and I got to tell a- you,
1: like the first thing I would do after getting out of there would be to come back with a pokeball. And catch one of these giant torteras, I would never lose a, a battle
0: ever again. Definitely not. <laughs> um, so uh, in this scene, uh, Pikachu is gravely injured. Uh, basically, like a rock
2: falls and like hits Pikachu. He seemed okay, in my opinion, but that's okay.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, and like all the falls, like like Tim jumps like literally 200 feet and like lands on his ribs like Tom Cruise doing a stunt <laughs> mission impossible. Jeff, what? <laughs> what type is electric weak against what is it weak against uh uh, ground exactly
3: (laughs)
0: that's exactly
2: that's so (laughs) duh
0: like that rock doesn't look like it hit him very hard but pikachu is weak against ground type and so the ground literally fell and hit pikachu I, I mean, mean, that's a like, great justification with them but... on this. <laughs> I'm, I'm following you. Yeah, like that's, that's, that has to be what it is. I mean, like it makes, that's what makes sense to me because the first time I watched this, like that rock did not hit Pikachu very hard. Like, why is he dying? It was a small like, rock. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why is he dying from this small rock? So, anyways, um, Pikachu's gravely injured. Uh, they end up washing up, uh, basically on shore, and there's a bunch of adorable Bulbasaur. In my opinion, these are the cutest Pokemon in this whole movie. Is the Bulbasaur? I think they look perfect in this movie.
1: Um, and I did, I even made a note because I wanted to say that I, I like Squirtle of the original three. Squirtle is my favorite starter, and then it would normally be Charmander and then uh, Bulbasaur. But Bulbasaur is at least number two, and might even have gotten close to number one for their appearance in this movie.
0: Yeah, the Bulbasaur in this movie looks so good. Like, it's insane to me how cute the Bulbasaur I think we just didn't movie. get enough Squirtle.
1: Otherwise, Squirtle would have been
0: tough. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, I, I could see that. I think they did a great job with the Bulbasaur. Um, basically, uh, so they get the help from the Bulbasaur. They lead Pikachu uh, into the woods. This is where I totally thought Celebi was going to show up. I was convinced the first time I watched this movie that that was going to be the Pokemon they were leading to, but I kind of in the back of my mind, I knew they weren't going to have another legendary... Um, that's kind of a deep cut to the Pokemon Forever movie. Not itself. on a Pokemon yeah. podcast, it's not. <laughs> um Mewtwo heals Pikachu uh basically. Because he can Pikachu. do that now. Is it, it, yeah. Mewtwo God. In this movie, yes. <laughs> I mean
2: basically, yeah, in this movie, like they He's give like well done, good and faithful servant, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> And like the like voice too, like there
0: being two different voices talking. It's yeah, like a male very... and female voice, which I actually yeah, really appreciated. I did like that as well too. It makes Mewtwo genderless, which I think is super cool. Like that distinction there. Um, basically, Mewtwo starts to give uh, uh, is trying to essentially give back the memories when the the fourth. Yes, the explanation fourth
2: explanation of what fourth. happened in the crash, but it's technically cut off.
0: Yes, we're cut off on the fourth time. But keep that in mind, because there's there's still a few more coming up in the last 20 minutes of this movie. <laughs> um, uh, Pikachu remembers that he helped Mewtwo escape. That's basically all we see from the lab, uh, and believes he's responsible for, for betraying Harry. Uh, not trusting himself, he leaves Tim. Mewtwo's captured um, at by, this part as well. By the no. younger Clifford. By sunglasses,
2: I, younger yeah, guy. Yes, sunglasses. And yeah. I do
1: want to say it was very cool of them to set up the sunglasses earlier in the movie because they do show him multiple times taking his sunglasses off or holding them mm-hmm. in his hands while he's talking. So it does set up that the younger Clifford likes his
0: sunglasses. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. also the we also completely like glossed over that there's a character who they keep showing who has like pink gloves on, like fingerless gloves, mm-hmm. and like pink hair and She's she cool. never talks. and uh but she's she's semi important to this movie. She's, she's like, like the right hand. She's super important. <laughs> she's like, would you say that she's like the what well, I don't even know what you would call her. She's like his assistant to the main. I she, would just she's, right,
1: she, she's his partner. Get it?
0: Mm. <laughs> well everybody, this has been a great episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Pikachu leaves uh leaves Tim at that point. Um Tim and Lucy decide that they're going to go back to the city. Uh, Pikachu's off on his own. Uh, when Pikachu's wandering off on his own, he comes across a crash site, uh, finds evidence that it was What is he doing there. while he approaches the crash he site? Is singing, he is singing the Pokemon theme song, which was perfect. I loved that. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Um, I think they showed it in one of the trailers, though, beforehand. And I, if I'm not mistaken, which I think I think so, too. Still good. It was really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, he comes up on the crash site uh, in... Uh, basically, finds out that Greninja is the one who caused the car accident, and this is where we get the fifth time seeing it. He gets that Vin Diesel crash vision from one of the <laughs> early Fast oh, and the Furious man. movies. I didn't even. He does. I didn't even. I never put that together, but that is so. <laughs> holy crap! That is good. Um, in Rhyme City, during the anniversary parade, uh, Howard reveals he's captured Mewtwo to Tim, exposing himself as a true mastermind. Shocking. This is, this is when yep, this movie is movie just... Yeah. <laughs> no, all logic, gone, whatever, like, you thought was going to happen in this movie. It, it just... His, what is his plan? That's that my issue, doing... Jackson, is like, what, why are you doing yeah. this? <laughs> yeah. I thought I was. I was like, okay, he wants to walk again, so he's taking over. I was like, okay, I can, I can at least understand that plan. God Pokemon, yeah, yeah. He wants to, he
1: wants to be a god Pokemon. I can understand that, you know, sure. But then, like, everything after that
2: is like, okay, dude, what, where are you going with this? (laughs) We're blending the Pokemon, and then like, okay, maybe he's just like evil and has like ulterior motives, and like I can't even decide what those would be. It's. that's and it's so where this like this
0: plot falls apart is like yeah there's just like it was just a fun detective movie and then like the weird villain plot at the end for me really does just kind of like i don't know it, so it, it was so weird i do want to shout out that this
1: is a movie that was mostly designed for children so Correct. i i can appreciate that they didn't want to go too crazy with like too many twists and turns in the movie I like that they did set up with a slight head fake that you're supposed to think it's the younger that you know the younger Clifford is the bad guy and like I said they set it up with the glasses and all that and you know so it's I'm- it's the kind of twist
0: that a a kid can solve right yeah, and I'm with you, and I don't even mind him being the villain, like, in the end. But it's just the, I just don't really feel like the, plot overall, like, his plan is really, like, laid his plan's out. His well. garbage. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, like, <laughs> we don't really know what his plan was. And, like, that that's kind of where, for me, it's like, it just feels so rushed at the end. Where it's like, we're supposed to just be like, oh, so he wanted to take over Mewtwo and turn everybody into Pokemon. Why? Like, what's the point? Why, why did he want to turn everybody else into Pokemon? like yeah, that's, that's i mean they me. they kind of hinted
1: at the idea was that that was the next evolution Yeah, like the, I, the best yeah. form of a, a pokemon and the best form of a person is for them to be one i guess
2: it's kind of romantic when you think about it and like a <laughs> like a like a general romantic ah oh, yes like, yeah like, I, I like the best like, of idealism
0: the,
1: yes. the best
2: of all living creatures
0: is all living creatures as one the, the putting <laughs> together like the what's the word here or what's what i'm trying to phrase it like the people are like.
2: I'm trying to think of like the best It's like the end of Evangelion. I've. <laughs> it, it's like that one anime. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> I talk
0: about a lot. I, I. got, got it
1: lot. in.
2: I got it in. <laughs> Good work, Jackson. Oh, an hour and a half away, in and I got
0: it.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: um, okay,
2: so he. Uh, I did
1: want to shout out this. There was a missed opportunity uh, with Ken Watanabe down there when, like, the the madness begins. They needed him to say, "Let them fight."
0: That would have yeah. been absolutely perfect. <laughs> so, also <laughs> trivia: Ken Watanabe did all the VO for his character in the Japanese version of this film as well, too, which is really cool. Like he actually. Cool. And then the That's character nice. um, earlier, uh, Sebastian, the nightclub guy, mm-hmm. uh, he did all of his voice as well. And I think, uh, wait, I like in Japanese. He speaks Japanese. No, no, not Japanese. Not Japanese. But whatever. I'm trying to remember what country it was. I don't want to be like and and like name the wrong. Sure, country, but so but in, in in his, his native, native language. language or latin america country yeah he, yeah he the voice for that as well too i like when actors do that when they come back and do the voices mm-hmm. for like i like good, consistency yeah. so yeah that's yeah. that's cool yeah. mm-hmm. um okay so uh he explains uh sorry puts on the neural link helmet neural link helmet uh placing course, his neural link helmet in... yeah
1: you know it was <laughs> set up earlier
0: yeah mm-hmm. uh <laughs> inside of mewtwo's uh Sorry. While the Pokemon's, bo- or while the human body remains in the wheelchair, he explains uh, that Mewtwo confuse humans and Pokemon. Allowing Again, Jackson, to I gotta tell you this is not a thing from okay. the games <laughs> or the TV yep. show. Allowing humans to evolve as Pokemon can and become one with them. Okay. Uh, but this can only be done if Pokemon is in the confused state. Okay, so like, it, I'm even getting more of the plot. just. Re- I've watched the movie and it like makes more sense just reading it than it does sorry. Um, it's not saying that it makes sense, but I'm like, it, I'm right. understanding. It, like,
1: like I was saying earlier, it makes sense in it, it just-accept-this yeah. sort of way.
0: <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> gas uh, Believing this is the... Sorry, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I they
1: need the gas there. to make the Pokemon go crazy, so that then he can believing use Mewtwo's it power to fuse them power. together. Yeah.
2: There's a good visual here where, like, the balloons are like Pokemon in their more, like, traditional form, which I thought was clever. And, I like, really, the Gengar, like, yeah. puts out the purple gas. I'm like, this looks like something Gengar would do.
0: <laughs> um, You're absolutely right. <laughs> Howard, releases, Howard releases the gas across the city uh using the parade balloons and begins fusing humans with the Pokemon. Pikachu. This this kind of jumps over it a little bit, but basically, Pikachu shows up and sees this happening because Lucy is fused with her Psyduck. She tells him what's going on, and he's like, "This blows my bridge discovery out of the water." And I like that. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um uh yeah so Pikachu summons his electrical powers that we see him like earlier on in the movie when him and Tem are leaving we see that the little like spark sorry I could not think of a better word for that that he's getting his powers back um he battles basically Pikachu starts fighting Mewtwo
2: he's just got to try harder or whatever to get his powers back I don't know it doesn't matter yeah yeah. (laughs) again rushed last half hour of this movie um Tim uh
0: 10 fights with Howard's genetically modified ditto that was actually a pretty interesting reveal super that, cool
1: reveal honestly yeah,
0: super good Jackson super good. ditto
1: in the in the games and and in the shows ditto only has one move called transform which yeah. allows him to copy whatever Pokemon he's battling against and get moves from and, that and copy those moves so this one like was genetically modified so it can copy humans in addition
0: to Pokemon the beady eyes though. Is
2: and like, just have horrifying oh,
0: looking uh, eyes. Of
2: course.
1: God,
0: like, I don't even think that's a thing. in that's not a thing in the games. Is it was it, a thing. It in, in,
1: it's a thing in the show where there like was one episode in the original Pokemon animated series where, and actually they repeated this exact plot in uh, uh, journeys as well. Yep. I remember that. But uh, uh, so there's two episodes in which there's a Ditto who can't fully transform properly. And it can like it can take on the shape of the Pokemon, but for some reason can't lose its derpy eyes. And so I guess they, they just decided to run with that. <laughs>
0: it, it
2: visually it's very it's very useful in telling what is Ditto and what is not. Yes. But emotionally <laughs> it's very troubling. It was really
0: troubling to me as a fan of Pokemon. I was very 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 troubled by this scene. Um, so we're treated to the the end of the end movie battle, uh, Pikachu's fighting Mewtwo, there's some cool stuff here, um, I like the scene where Pikachu jumps off of the building and then like, shoots electricity before like, falling down and landing on the Pidgeot, I thought that was kind of cool, like just seeing them do like, different types of moves and like it was cool, um, getting to see another Pokemon battle was cool, um other than that though, it's really like, there's not a whole lot more to it, they're basically Tim's just trying to get the helmet off of, uh, off of the body that's still sitting in the wheelchair um eventually um eventually he's able to get the helmet off and uh it frees Mewtwo from the mind control before that though there's another part i wanted to talk oh uh roger clifford or whatever gets set free right that's what happens like the real one and then he helps as well too Uh, again this part's kind of just like all over the place there's just a lot things happen yeah there's a lot of fighting Basically at the end of the the end of the day, uh they get the helmet off, Mewtwo and Pikachu both fall out of the air, and then Mewtwo stops Pikachu from falling midair. I thought that was kind of cool.
2: Um like Iron Man. In exactly. All of the Iron Man movies, basically. In all of the Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it okay, could have uh, been
1: like Spider-Man and Mewtwo saves Pikachu but snaps Pikachu's
0: back.
2: <laughs> oh my <laughs> Did Did you No, know it doesn't. No, it couldn't
0: have <laughs> Mewtwo restores the city's inhabitants back to normal. Uh, Howard is arrested. Roger hires Lucy as a full-time reporter, vowing to fix
2: his father. Yeah, he, okay. he is a little <laughs> schemey in, in like a more general, schemey yeah. businessman so way. I wasn't sure if it was supposed
1: evil. to be like he's still schemey, or if I was supposed to genuinely think that this guy was the good guy all along, even though he was very rude <laughs> earlier in the movie <laughs> to, to yeah, his dad say, and
2: to Lucy. <laughs> When I say scheming, I just mean in the generic business scheming man sense, yeah. not in destroy well, destroy the world way. which <laughs> Maybe they are anyways, but you know what I mean. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and the way he says, like he tells tells her and tell them that I that I'm gonna do this and this, and it it looks like he's thinking out the headline for the newspaper as he yes, says,
0: as opposed
2: <laughs> to <laughs> actually <laughs> fixing Over. things.
0: Over. Overrunning this entire city from his father, so he's like, mm-hmm. has to, so in a way, he should be really
1: glad that his it's his funny. dad had
0: Ditto lock him in a cabinet
1: because yeah. otherwise, he yeah. definitely would
0: have like, been thought of as an accomplice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like he <laughs> said, he basically vows to fix his father's mistakes. Um, Mewtwo explains that Harry tried to save him. There we go. Six. This is seven. This is this is seven. Sorry, Gilby, I lost myself here. I got really distracted. I uh, helped him escape, uh, but then was attacked by the Greninja. Uh, Pikachu had volunteered to have himself fuse with Harry in order to save his life. Um, the experience erasing both of their memories. Um, and basically, the little extra bit of plot here is that essentially Mewtwo says, Bring me the son or whatever. Like, if the son is here, then we can bring back the father.
2: Yeah, I got questions yeah. too, Jeff. Yeah.
1: okay yeah so i had a lot of questions but the first one i had at this moment was how come when he fused harry's consciousness with uh pikachu his body didn't disappear like you see in the flashback mewtwo like carries the body away
2: well i think okay here's what i think i think he like does no i think he does die here and like his he's like he's dead and then his like consciousness goes into pikachu and then then at the end here where, like he, he's like let's get rid of this body is my is how I view it and then he like gets revived by Mewtwo I
0: me, like a bunch of times I've seen this I just always thought that the body just disappeared off of screen well
1: like, you they see just it didn't float disappear. up so I don't like you see it float up and off screen so I don't know if it just like disappeared but like all the other people that Mewtwo is fusing people in Pokemon yeah. they become one yeah so the second that question after you fuse all these other people they retain their memories. Lucy as yeah. Psyduck tells Pikachu what's going on. So how come when you fuse Harry and Pikachu, they lose their memories? Now, I know I'm being grumpy old man Jeff, who's looking f- far too deep into
0: this movie, but he, there, there we are. <laughs> Maybe it's because when the fusing of the bodies happened in like Rhyme City, it was... It wasn't technically Mewtwo doing it. It was Howard who doesn't know all of Mewtwo's powers very well. And like Mewtwo, like, I don't know. I think
2: think it's, we've got to contort Ryan Reynolds' face into this movie at some point. (laughs) And (laughs) this is, this is our way to do that.
0: Yep. That, that totally makes sense to me. Um, Okay. So where was I at here? Mewtwo separates the true. uh, Harry is reunited with this uh, Tim. This is where we find out that the dad was in fact just...
2: Played by Ryan just, Reynolds, just Ryan. I remember in the theater having lots of problems with this, being like Ryan Reynolds isn't like doing the math in my head. He's not old enough like, for I, this. I was like, <laughs> I guess he's just playing older, but he just looks like thirty in this movie, and he's got a twenty-one-year-old son. And I was like, yeah, Ryan Reynolds is too handsome to be Justice Smith's dad. For, for some reason, <laughs> this was this was what got me the most, and not because Justice Smith isn't a,
1: a handsome fella, just that the age difference it doesn't work out. It's not even
0: close. (laughs) Um, And then in this scene, uh, Tim and his and Harry are saying bye to each other. But Tim decides he's going to stay in Rhyme City um, and then makes a little joke as well, too, as they're walking off about becoming a detective or trying to become a detective. And then Pikachu does the whole little pika pika at the end because he likes Mm. it and
2: all the credits. And because he's Pikachu again.
0: Because Pikachu is Pikachu again, Um, and then it rolls the credits, and we get the. I really like the animation style for this with the original like yes uh, battle theme or the original Pokemon theme like playing not not like the Pokemon theme song, but you know what I mean, Jeff. Like the, the game theme. when yeah, and also in the show itself too. Like in the very first episode after the actual like I want to be the very best song, it plays that theme as well too as it's introducing the world.
1: And I like that they did the art style. It was similar to the Pokemon manga. uh,
0: yeah. Which is really, really cool. Yeah, that is that is the Pokemon Detective Pikachu, guys. Um, Clever any, little film. Yeah, like, we kind we of talked about our thoughts at the beginning, but yeah, again, like, even just reading the plot, like, I even get confused just reading the last third of the movie on paper. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this all happened.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It, It
1: gets a little wonky there at the end. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot like a lot of superhero movies. I find myself having to say, Jeff, just accept it. Just accept it. You'll have more fun.
0: (laughs) Not everybody really like, I feel like a lot of people have issues with like sticking the landing on things. Uh, and I guess that's like you just said with superhero movies, a lot of MCU movies and stuff like that have a really hard time sticking the landing. There's very few that actually do it well. Um, but this is another one where I think it like, The, like, the very, very ending after all the, like, weird plot, like, the villain plot stuff, I do like. I like the, like, him getting reunited with his dad and yada, yada, yada. But, yeah, the, all of the the villain plot was just so stupid. The
2: evil corpo boss plot. I was like, okay. It was silly. But, yeah, everybody,
0: that's going to be uh, it for the review portion of this of Detective Pikachu. Uh, Let us know on Twitter what you think of the movie as well. Um, We'd love to hear it, uh, hear what you guys think of the movie. So next, we're going to roll right into our uh, our weekly segment of rank that Pokemon. Uh, this week, we're going to be ranking the Pokemon number two hundred and sixty-three, which is Zigzagoon. And uh, I think for this one, Let's we should both. just combine both forms yes. into like. So yeah. Just oh no, they have to have in. two rankings.
1: Oh, you want to do two? Yeah, I want to do two this week. We're going to do both forms of Are Zigzagoon this week. What? Sorry. Different types. They are different types. Ah, that okay. And have different evolutionary trees. This is
2: okay. to, to clarify. This is the uh, the skunk looking thing, right? Uh, yes, the raccoon slash skunk. Cool. I did. I did research. I just wanted to to make sure so that research. So I'm gonna put it up on one. the
1: screen for everyone on Twitch. This is our uh, zigzagoon. It have two separate. It, it has both on. images. And so we have regular Zigzagoon and Galarian Zigzagoon, who appeared in Sword mm-hmm. and Shield. Uh, Zigzagoon is just a normal type. Galarian Zigzagoon is dark normal.
0: Okay. Well, what I was trying to say is, like, their Bulbapedia page technically just has them both on the same page, right? Like, they're not listed as... Correct. They have one
1: uh, Pokedex number. But I think that they deserve they're different enough they deserve to be mm-hmm. ranked separately. Otherwise, I think it's you know, I think one of them deserves a higher, much higher ranking than the other one does.
0: I think I we're gonna agree. I think we're probably gonna go the same way on this where we think that the Galarian one is better, correct? Is that the one that you correct? Like more? <laughs> uh, I, I, I like the Galarian which one, one, but I'll which uh, no. black
1: and white is Galarian.
0: Okay, that one's much better. Okay, yeah, I'm glad we. Uh, I... I do agree with you, however, looking at this picture of Zigzagoon sleeping in the grass in the anime might be one of the cutest things I've ever seen it's on the Bulbapedia page
1: yes yeah, so now I gotta pull it up so everybody you know, uh, I, I can see, you
0: it see it. the anime in the main series it shows it just sleeping in the grass and it's adorable yeah
1: I mean I like mm-hmm. Zigzagoon in terms of the actual design of the Pokemon I, I think is good for both versions but uh I also yeah, I've always you know we got to wear saw... everything else on the list.
0: Yeah, I, I'll, um, this is tough because I know that a lot of people, we we can even see it in the chat here, but people don't like our placement of Floatzel that we have. And so that's kind of where we get into it. Do we think that like Zigzagoon is a better Pokemon than Floatzel? Because.
1: Well, so I want to show, I want to make sure Jackson is has, sees the full evolutionary line here. So you have yes. Zigzagoon. Uh, you know both forms it evolves into lineoon which again you can see both forms there on the on the stream uh and then Linune evolves into another uh, glaring Linune evolves into uh, another one what's the name of it dustin help me out obstagoon Obstagoon, thank you from sword and shield and Mm -hmm. that's this guy
2: i'm not loving this one as much if i'm being honest it's a little too streamlined yeah. I like the zigging. I like the zigging. So the reason I wanted you
1: to see, you know, all you of those the- Pokemon is because, uh, well, hang on. Let me take the Bul- Bulbapedia off the stream so people can see our faces again. Uh, because we usually take into account their evolutions in terms of the rankings. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the fact that Galarian Zigzagoon gets a third evolution, I think is a cool thing. Uh, Yeah, because the original
0: one doesn't. So it makes sense separating them as well.
1: Yeah. So
0: what are we thinking? I guess we should read the list. Give us the top 10, Dustin. Yeah, give me one second here. I got to pull it back up. Uh, At number 10, we have Kufant with a 2.5. Number nine, we have Delibird with a 3. Number eight, we have Hariyama with a 3.5. Number seven, we have Duat with a 3.5. Six, we have Rookie D with a 3.5. Five, we have Shieldon with a 3.5. Four is Ruff with a 4. Uh, three is floats with the four two is surface with the four and our number one is squirtle and yeah perfect score yeah Set in the standard. Dope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so i know jackson we, we talked about this you're not the biggest pokey fan did you get a chance to look up any of these guys earlier i
2: did i looked at the i looked at the top five and if we want to hop right into my ranking here yeah well, we can do yeah. that um i i think that for me do you want me to rank or rate? Uh... Like you mean the point rank, like on the point system? The points, yeah. Yeah. yeah, give me a
1: point system. You know, I'm going.
2: I'm four uh, on the Glarian form and like a three on the regular form. I mean, kind of how I, I was feeling too. Yeah, honestly, mm-hmm. that's that's not
0: that's not a. Bad ranking in my opinion. I like Zigzagoon. I like Linon too, like even when I played through uh, Ruby and Sapphire as a kid, I always like I wouldn't necessarily that I had them on my team for a long time, but they were like a, a, on my team for a while. I did have them on my team for a
1: long time because I used it as my HM. Pokemon uh, for that, a long that time that honestly adds
0: to the I mean, if it can learn a bunch of different HMs it's good well, And
1: then with galarian well you know, Obstagoon, uh, dark normal typing is unusual you know, having a normal type Pokemon with any other type is not super common. It happens occasionally, but so I like that. And then also, I just kind of love the whole, you know, Gene Simmons thing they got going on with, with the Galarian Zigzagoon. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Obstagoon character design is really funny, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I, I think I agree with that. Where would we where would you put it then?
1: Well, so I think regular Zigzagoon. At a three, we would all agree as a three. I would put yeah. him at number ten.
0: Okay, right above coupon
1: coupon, obviously because yeah. it's, but below Delibird, yeah. but below Delibird, because Delibird, okay. you know, is a, the Santa Pokemon, and gives presents to children from children from its tail, as we learned. So can't
2: we can't you know. we can't, un- can't under
1: appreciate that right? So that's Zigzagoon with a okay. average rating of three, and then Galarian Zigzagoon we're saying is a four. And yeah, mm-hmm. we're in the situation where
0: I would put it above Floatzel, but I would put it below Rockruff. Rock exactly. <laughs> I,
2: that, that was kind of my thought was it was gonna. Jackson, where would you put it? Um, based on what I saw, I was gonna put him above Shieldion, uh, but I, I will of course defer to you two experts uh, no, in this that's, field. That's kind of where we we got. Our or put
0: ourselves in a little bit of a corner here because Floatzel ended up so high. I personally like Floatzel a lot, too. I do, too. too. So I'm I like Floatzel fine. I, 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 it's definitely not going
1: to be in my top five long-term, but out of all the ones we have on here, it might have been in my top five. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going above Floatzel because Harry said so.
1: That's a good idea, Jackson. Harry cares very passionately about this ranking. Uh,
0: and, he... Harry's got opinions on Floatzel.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and honestly, I I will agree with that. I think that that's probably for the best because I definitely do like uh, Galarian Zigzagoon better than Floatzel. Uh, you know, sorry Rockruff and Shieldon, but uh, you know the damage is already done to you guys.
2: I don't. I don't like the way that Floatzel holds on to whatever. Life vest. <laughs> yeah. It...
1: I also so... have a problem with the idea of a super great swimmer Pokemon that has a
0: life vest. <laughs> <laughs> and for, for me in terms of my ranking where i would put it i was pretty much split on this honestly so you guys saying that you'd put it above float soul uh, i'm mm-hmm. i'm totally cool with that so i'm putting it above float soul so our new top our new 10 uh as of right now oh yeah because we put okay i see i see i see it threw me off because we put uh zigzagoon at number 10 so it threw me off that it's at mm-hmm. 11 now yeah. um our ten. uh we have Delibird at number 10 with a three uh, number nine is Hariyamo with the three point five. Eight is Duat with three point five. Seven is Rookie D three point five. Six Shieldon three point five. Five Rockruff four. Four Floatzel with the four. Uh, three Glarian Zigzagoon with the four. Uh, two is Surfetched with the four, and number one is Squirtle with the five. Five star Squirtle. Squirtle's great. <laughs> what do you- um, and yeah, that's basically going to do it for the show, everybody. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed getting an excuse to watch Detective Pikachu again. I know that I always do, even <laughs> though I've seen it a million times. Um, before we get out of here though, Jackson, what would
2: you like to promote? Pimp yourself, pimp your stuff. Um, well, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jackson Wells. Um, I'm pretty active on there. I, despite what many people say, rightfully so, I like Twitter quite a bit. um even though i i know i know the truth is that it's bad um you can you can check out cantina conversations uh we're we're posting something on monday that uh i think people will be interested to see um so get excited for that okay and yeah so cantina conversations on
1: youtube and podcast services they have a whole bunch of star wars star uh, wars uh, yes it's a star
2: wars podcast to clarify yeah so you like Star Wars, I'd recommend it. And if you don't, I'll be honest. That's all we talk about. So I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like the same thing with this. If you don't like Pokemon, you're probably in the wrong place.
2: <laughs> but I will say Cantina Conversations, yeah.
1: large variety of topics as well. They got the yeah. books, they got movies, TV shows. Mm-hmm. They're, if you are only interested in one facet of Star Wars, they've probably covered it. So shout out to Cantina Convo and all those guys. Shout out to Cantina Convo. Jeff, what would you like to promote today? Uh, Well, you know, I would like to promote Podket Monsters. If you haven't already followed or subscribed on YouTube uh, for Podcat Monsters uh, and on Twitter at Podcat Monsters. Please also find us on podcast services around the globe. Uh, I'm a little behind on the audio episodes, but I'm going to get all all those up here shortly. Uh, But please follow us there. You can also find me here on twitch.tv slash goodgamegrizz, where I stream a wide variety of games with a wide variety of people. And, uh, this uh, this weekend, I'm going to be playing some Dragon Quest Builders 2, uh, which I, I haven't played any Dragon Quest games, and I've never played a mine, Minecraft, so this will be a completely new experience for me. Interesting.
0: <laughs> Very interesting. Never, I think I've started a Dragon Quest game once, but that's about it. What about um, you, Dustin? Yeah, And then, uh, yeah, like Jeff said, uh, please follow us on Twitter. We would really like to involve, like, viewers and stuff like that a little bit more so if people want to like write in with their own opinions on things when we do different review episodes and stuff like that we would greatly appreciate it we'll read people's like quick little twitter uh reviews and stuff like that um check us out on youtube podcast services like jeff said also uh the last thing i want to promote is my uh, twitch still trying as hard as possible to hit affiliate um i've been streaming all of my playthrough of resident evil village um, I wish I had a camera because I did spill coffee on myself. I got so scared playing Resident Evil <laughs> earlier that was really funny. Um, I don't have a that yet for the setup, but uh, no yeah, PlayStation Eye. You... Yeah, I do not have the PlayStation camera for my PlayStation Five. I hope to be getting a um, capture card and like setting it up a different way so that I can stream as well too. But yeah, uh, follow me uh, on. Twitch at Danger 10 Uh, I would greatly appreciate it. I will probably, I might even stream a little bit more tonight. A game is super addicting. Um, And if not, I'll probably stream that at some point tomorrow after Mother's Day activities. So yeah, that's about it for me. Um, Thank you everybody for hanging out. Jackson, thank you so much for joining us again. It was a blast. It was really Um, fun
1: having you on with not being a big Pokemon fan to provide a little like
0: realism around about the movie. (laughs) really like that. Um, if you are watching us live on Twitch, hang out. We are going to open some Pokemon cards. Uh, Jackson will not be opening Pokemon cards, but if you want to hang out, Jackson, you're more than welcome to. We're only going to open a few packs uh, before getting out of here mm-hmm. for the night, but anyways, everybody else, uh, have a good night. Bye.